0: It, it 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 is the middle on a Friday. Look at that already people jumping in. Maze and the moose. We're gonna debut a new segment today at some point. We are yeah, Maze and the Moose.
1: The, yeah, the Muse? I'm not I'm not aware of this.
0: The Muse, not the Moose. I no, You are
2: a Muse. Yes, you are.
0: All <laughs> right. Well, here we are on a Friday. We have a new head coach here in Philadelphia. Some people are overwhelmed. Some people are underwhelmed. Some people are simply whelmed. And I just think that this is a major mistake of the hiring process, not Nick's or what the hell Nick Sirianni, uh, Nick Sirianni. Right. I don't, I don't think that anything wrong per se with he as an individual. And I don't think that there's some individual that I would like, but I think the process Of getting to Nick Sirianni and a bunch of ways to get to that process is flawed right down to this team was prepared for two straight hires gentlemen to move forward with the defensive coordinator already intact because they were going to bring back Jim Schwartz before he left for a year and then hire their head coach. So once again, a guy was walking in behind it. That's not even talking about Deuce Staley. That's not even talking about Howie Roseman and the control. That's not even talking about Nick Sirianni never being a head coach on any level. All these other things. Yes, there's a new era. But honestly, guys, and I don't take it a second, but – I feel like we've shut the door on a dude who brought the super bowl with a scapegoat mentality that now Sirianni's going to fix something that I don't necessarily know if Doug broke or and should
2: because, fix.
0: Well, should, but yeah. I, I don't believe he can. I don't believe that just once again, we went from, Andy Reid determining who the next head coach is to Carson Wentz via Frank Reich determining who the next head coach is and and yeah this should be I guess a good day for the fans and all but I'm I'm frustrated to say the least gentlemen.
2: Uh, I, you know, I during that process when they were they were going to get dug, um, you know, I didn't know they were getting dug, but during that process, you know, it it had a lot of of old you know Eagles that were involved in the whole in a whole hiring process, you know, guys that I know. Jaws was a part of the process. Um, Even a little bit of Matt Mellon was in the process. So, uh, you know, just I haven't spoken to those guys, and I am going to this weekend. But, I mean, I want to see, you know, what other variables there were in the process and who had a little say-so here and there on hiring Seriani.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, you know, Carson Wentz had a big, uh, you know, imprint on this hire, as did Frank Reich. And this is almost like, you know, hey, Frank Reich got away, so we're going to get the next best thing to Frank Reich. And who knows? Maybe he is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he is. Hopefully he can come in here and and reconstruct this quarterback who needs major reconstruction, or this whole thing is going to blow up in everybody's face.
2: Well, read right about that.
1: Yeah, no, but it is interesting. Know I'm curious to, you know, to know, like, what, what kind of staff is this guy going to be able to put right. together at this point? Uh, this late in the game and with this much, you know, m- you know, middle management and ownership being involved in who the coaches are. I mean, like, Dayton's right. Like, you know, Schwartz would have been here. You know, he really, you know, he should be here. And, and this guy would have already a, a defensive coordinator that maybe he didn't necessarily want. Exactly.
0: Yeah. exactly. Again, who's calling the shots and all right. the stuff they put on the surface. And all of this discussion about whose staff and and all the wowing that Sirianni did in the interview, Sirianni didn't fight back. Hey, are you going to be okay if we tell you who to play in the fourth quarter of a meaningless football game just to boost the trap status? Yes, sir, I will be.
1: You've got the job.
0: Congratulations. Do you think think that was was part part of
1: it? Let's take you through some scenarios here, Nick. Now, what if... We are currently out of the playoff mix in Week 17, and we're winning the game, which could uh, reduce our draft status. Mm. Would you put in Nate Sufeld? Uh, absolutely, sir. That's, that's serious,
2: <laughs> right? Right. That's serious, man. I mean, I mean, I need somebody with a little bit of, you know, cojones. You know, I Back need, zone. I need somebody. Yeah, man. Give me yeah. something. Hey, you know, I, sorry, Barrett. No, it, you, you guys are right, man. I mean. We don't know who this guy is. You know, evidently he's a players' coach. You know, uh, you know players love him. Uh, you so know, we the
0: last s- guy, the last right, guy right, players, the last guy. Players love Barrett. He took them to the uh, to the playoffs three straight years. You don't do that for a guy you hate.
2: Well, is this going to be a situation Bobby where he calls his own plays?
0: A team to the playoffs three straight years.
2: <laughs> right, but is he going to? Is he going to call his own plays? Um, is he cool with having a strong defensive coordinator? Because he's going to have to have somebody there that can 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 take Operate control
1: autonomously.
2: Exactly, you know, take control that, yeah. and and do his thing by himself, right? Um, you know, the offensive coordinator, you know, in, in in implementing the game plan, you know, how far does Carson get with it? You know, um, you know who. Who really going to make the decision, you know, when the play is called? Is it going to be one of those cause and effect things where he's going to have the autonomy to tell him, hey, we got to run the ball more or mm-hmm. we're doing too much running the ball? These are all things that, you know, I don't know with with, with, with Coach seriati
0: No, and, and the problem is that, and we'll join the network now, continue this thing.
3: This is a gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media.
4: And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network.
3: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
0: It's a football Friday across the board here as we have a new head coach in Philadelphia still awaiting the new head coach in Houston. We anticipate that it's going to be Eric Bieniemy but a new head coach here in Philadelphia. So Nick Sirianni joins the Philly club and the three of us have a lot to talk about regarding that the process, how we got here, who this guy is, how many people even knew he existed in this city 8 9 days ago to now now appreciating at least that the Eagles have made a hire and some closure. We also have some other things happening. As I mentioned, a Football Friday, the two big games going on this weekend and for anybody who's been paying attention, knowing that it's been tough for anybody, including us on the book at sports app. I had a premonition last night based on my own bet. And I'm willing to make the sacrifice. This is how good of an individual I am. Mm -hmm. I am willing to make the sacrifice for the greater good. Only with the hopes that somebody would do it for me. We also have the news that came out and I'll get to that. That was the tease of uh, <laughs> Hank Aaron passing away, and of course, everybody and anybody going to their favorite moments and looking at the all-time slugger, knowing, of course, that he was such ah! a impact for the game.
5: Oh, right geez. on cue,
0: we could go with Vin Scully's call of Hank <laughs> Aaron or the dog. I love. Oh it.
1: yeah, love Vin Scully's call. That was what 1974, I believe. Ah! Right.
0: Yeah, Ron actually has the call of yes, yeah, seven fifteen. Hmm. That was 1974. Do, do you remember the date you were on? The yeah, platform. I was watching oh, it on television.
1: Were, uh, I'm gonna say it? I'm gonna say it was April. It was early in the season, maybe like an April 8th or something.
0: Mm. Was that it, Ron? Do you have any idea the date of that
1: call? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I know it was early in the season. It was like within the first week or so of the season.
0: By the way, that's not
1: Ace. No, it's not. That's a that's a mystery dog because I do not have a pooch.
0: That's Barrett's
2: pup. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's Yoki. Well, he yeah. acting acting a fool. Girl, go sit down. I love it. That's I Yoki, it. man.
0: All right, we're back in three. Tone actually makes a nice observation on the stream. We'll talk about that next. You see that? Breaking news happens when we're off the air.
1: Oh yeah, it always happens.
0: Every time, it's amazing. Yep every single day every single time
1: yeah i don't know how many times that happened at the old place aton where literally the midday show would end at 158 and mikey miss would come on and within the first 5 or 10 minutes of his show something earth-shattering in philadelphia sports would go down and it would be like a turnkey show <laughs>
2: <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> and the
0: problem is that we oversaturate the hell out of stuff to the point where, the, by the time you got on at 10 a.m. The, the next day, yeah, you we're probably exhausted. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I'm like- Nick
2: Sirianni'd out. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> we will not even get our chance to give our say. So you know what I mean? It's over for you. <laughs> oh
4: my God! I'm Nick sirianni
2: out.
5: I'm Chip
4: Kelly'd out.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've seen oh. it enough.
5: It's amazing. It is amazing. Oh, man. I love
6: that.
1: It's like he would have tweeted about it 400 times between 2 p.m. the day it happened and 10 a.m. the next day that he didn't even want to talk about it.
3: Right.
0: (laughs) So much at that point.
1: Yeah, we'd have to spend the next three weeks every day banging it out. (laughs) Oh, you know, I got a new fashion trend. Nick Sirianni started it. Oh, the the pen on the visor, bro. You
2: know what I'm saying? Right there. Oh, well, you know, they asked me what type of offense uh that um I think the was gonna run. Well, it's gonna be a little bit of that, just a tiny bit of West Coast offense, but it's gonna be a lot of Air Carriel on it. You Air know?
1: Coriel, Don Coriel yeah. from the old San Diego Chargers.
2: Yeah. yeah. Don yeah. Coral- yeah. yeah, it's gonna right? be a little bit of that. Yeah. That's where
1: Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs learned at the
2: at the feet of
1: Don Coriel.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And you know, that's what they ran in Chicago at the time. Yeah, so the I, 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 yeah, so I mean, he <laughs> said Don Cornelius? <laughs> <laughs> Soul Train, bro. Yeah,
0: I was gonna go Ooh. Don Cornelius, <laughs> Don
2: Corleone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, you said Don Corleone. <laughs> well, he is Italian, man. <laughs> but it's, it's gonna be, um, hopefully, they run the ball a little more than they did here. Jeez. Take advantage of him. You know, because that this offense is going to be weird, man. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how he incorporates a little bit of that West Coast because, I mean, you have to. Um, does this change if we're going to keep, you know, Ertz? Hmm. Is he going to stick around now?
1: You think move. Now? Gotta, I'd move on from him if I were. Yeah,
2: I mean, this, that, this, I mean,
1: this
2: whole thing was. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of questions got to be asked.
1: The same uh, same fans that are ticked off that they held Jason Peters around are are banging the the drum for keeping Ertz. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Hey, can you come back with the Scully thing real quick? That's hilarious. Ron? Yeah. Do you mind? No problem. Thanks.
4: Thank you, sir. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network.
3: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
5: One ball and no strike. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive in the deep left center field. Butler goes back to the Fan City gone. What a marvelous moment. For baseball, what a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the deep south for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry
0: Aaron. Now, you nailed that, Harry. April 8th.
1: Nineteen seventy four.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look at that. on the day I yeah. have no idea. We're looking Barrett, maybe you could throw us some sort of life preserver. Nothing. Not no, to do it, Harry. Nailed it.
2: Now, uh, I do couldn't do it, it, man.
1: My memory has improved already since I backed off the uh, the Russian uh, water. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's soft out, man. I'm actually oh.
1: recreating brain cells, Barrett. It's amazing.
0: Regenerating. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes.
0: Speaking of which, you really need to watch. So, the- how long is this gonna go?
2: How long are you doing this for, Harry? No,
1: you know, who knows? Forever, forever. Yeah, well,
2: it's too easy, at- at- too easy to
1: it's too easy to drink. It's, well, that, I, you do it's, it's too easy.
2: I actually started when you started. Remember when I told you I was gonna do it, and I, yeah. and I stuck to it. I haven't haven't drank anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to exactly.
1: drink. I'm going to drink some things. I'm just not drinking vodka because <laughs> I could put that, I could put down a fifth on call.
2: Well, say look, look, see that that put things in a different perspective. Yeah, I, just, I went cold turkey. Period. Oh, okay. I haven't drink Haven't drank anything. Good. Not not, not a thing.
1: Now, Eitan, what were you asking there? Uh, where were
0: you physically? Because I don't know, Barrett, you were on the planet, right? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. You're a little younger than Harry. Little older than me, but not by much.
2: In either, I was two way. years. I was two years old. There you go. So you were. Two yeah, years I was two. eight.
0: Eight. Yeah. So do you remember sitting on the couch watching the? Was yes, I was sitting
1: on or? the floor. Actually, I was okay. actually on the floor in front of the big television set in the family room, and uh, this was like a Monday or two, Monday night, I think it was. That's I a great that, memory. I you. think they, they they cut in, or it was Monday night baseball. It was the Dodgers and the Braves, and it, it was in the fourth inning. And, you know, it didn't take long. You're watching a game. You know, in back then, the games would go fast. You know, there were, you were in the fourth inning in like, you know, 35, 40 minutes.
5: Right. Right? <laughs> so it didn't
1: take long. OK, good yeah, to know.
2: it wasn't a lot of warming up in a, war- in, in, in a hitter's box. No. no. Yeah. No.
1: Hitters weren't stepping out every pitch and readjusting their wristbands and, you know, pitchers <laughs> walking around the mound looking, you know, looking up at the stars and adjusting this, that and the third. I mean, they, they, it was baseball. Like, that was back when it was good. Now, what yeah. What was
0: that in 1974? What was what? That, what Buckner was that going to the wall? As that ball, you heard Scully saying, "Buckner to the wall."
1: Well, yeah, it was it was the Buckner.
0: That's amazing that yeah. Bill Buckner is on the not to say that it was his fault the ball went over the fence, right? He's on the losing end, if you will, mm-hmm. of two pretty like super famous calls.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, '86 was unbelievable. I saw right. that too. Right. I mean, yeah, that
0: was right. the guy's the Gold Glover, and you know that that shouldn't be who he is. And clearly, that wasn't his fault. But think about that. Like this guy's name is mentioned in two historic calls. And he's either the reason why on one or just a passive drive, like a passenger, if you will, on the second one. But it's still like Leon let has, Mm -hmm. I was just trying to think elsewhere, but I don't know why that popped out with Buckner. I'm thinking, man, Buckner again, later on in '86. Yeah, definitely. As as you can see throughout social, a lot of people reflecting and you're going to see some awesome highlights that's the beauty of the Internet, especially now, like the, the one positive thing that you really can pull from this ridiculous site slash app and Twitter is that when somebody like this passes, you'll see tons of video, tons of stories, firsthand stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that it's too little too late because he's not here, but at least we have this as far as history is concerned. So wanted to mention that, especially because Harry nailed the date. Now, we also have something else that I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on here. Yeah. Back to our situation, because earlier on the network, the wake up show with Ron Culver and Tony D, of course, Tony D and Ron Culver, technically, it's
6: what you call it.
0: Isn't it the wake up show?
6: Wake up, call, wake
0: up, call. Sorry. Jeez.
1: Don't get that wrong. Aton. Come That's on, tough, man. I'm sorry. You
6: gonna know, start sending people to other places now. No,
0: half of our show you know,
6: watches listen to you guys in the morning. I think listens no, I to know. you guys I in the morning. Exactly. called out by some of your exactly. Of that are on there. So you guys
0: had Mike Tanier on from the Pro Football Network, and Tony yes. asked Mike about the new hire here in Philadelphia.
6: Yeah, and I think he uh, nailed it with his answer.
0: All right, let's listen.
7: Well, one thing, credit to the Eagles in general for interviewing about 80 people. Like, if you watch the, yeah, they they interviewed the world. And what happened was, well, Frank Reich, head coach Frank Reich, his word has a lot of sway with Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. He recommended his young assistant. And also, if you read between the lines of what's going on, they didn't want to get rid of Doug Peterson. They wanted a Doug Peterson who they could control who didn't have success, who didn't have a Super Bowl ring, who didn't have a contract to say, hey, if you fire me, I still can get paid for a year and I'll just go back next year. And that's what was going on. You, know, Peterson had his own plan for doing things. He wanted his own assistance. He wanted more say. He wasn't sold on Carson Wentz. So I think the Eagles were looking for, get us a Doug Peterson who still is still hungry and is still going to do what we tell him to do organizational-wise. And if we tell him, you got to fix Carson Wentz, He'll come in and try to fix Carson Wentz, and I, I think that's what they got. They got a guy with a very similar uh, resume from the similar coaching tree, who just happens to be a lot younger and, and, and isn't well known, and will have to answer to the owner and the general manager.
5: I Bang!
0: That cut. Oh, <laughs> that was great. But but let me bring this one element up. We also have to talk about what happened both in and outside the organization with the Rooney Rule and the impact or lack thereof that that's had, especially on this coaching coaching search. Eric Bieniemy aside, whatever happens. In Houston, but let me just try and explore this with you guys about this whole idea of fixing Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. He's broken. Somebody abandoned him in order for there to be a new person, and it wasn't just one person. It was this entire staff that realized we need to make a switch by going to Jalen Hurts as a definitive move until they pulled him for Sudfeld in the final game of the season, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays. What that said was, we are abandoning a broken Wentz. Why are we not focusing more on a guy or guys who have been with Wentz when it was looking good, have been with Wentz when he was at his best and said, you know what? I've had enough. There are plenty of people who on the outside would be like, I I can't stand Shander. I'm sorry, but I I just, I can't listen. I can't watch. I couldn't work with him. But if Harry left, if Harry came out and said, I can't work with Shander anymore. Now, all of a sudden, that carries a tremendous amount of weight. Why have we ignored the fact that in order to be broken and then fixed, somebody like Doug and others had to abandon him in the first place?
2: This is, I mean, you talk about a situation. Look,
1: look at that look from Harry. Well, no, I, I didn't know that you were gonna wrap it up that way because right. <laughs> what I what I was thinking you were going is that you know, why is it that Doug had to go and not Carson? And no, it's no, pretty no. much I, just a contract. If they if that. they could have walked away from the contract, I think I think Doug might still be here.
0: Correct. No, I get that. Trust me. I that's get that's where that. I oh, thought you were going. So you kind of no. threw
1: me for a loop there.
0: My point to both of you is that we are. I think neglecting all of us, not just the three of us, but a lot of this in this conversation neglects that in order to be broken and then repaired, somebody needed to abandon you. And this wasn't Chip Kelly or some maniac. This was a guy who was there when he, when Wentz was at his best and mm-hmm. saw firsthand what happened right down to going to Jalen
3: hurts back. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I, you know, we, we talk about a situation where they waited till the 13th game. Hmm. Uh, we were, we were, I was, I was toasted with, with Carson after the eighth game because at that point he had made it very clear that he was not going to change for anybody, for love nor money. He was going to stay Carson West. He was going to go out and keep throwing the ball and and, and, and and being reckless with the ball because he believed in the players around him could make plays. They weren't making plays and he steady uh, put himself in a situation where he was going to keep doing it yeah. instead of taking and, 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 and sitting back, um, and, and, and rethinking how can I be get, how can I get better? He wants to stay with the old cars, and you can't do that. You cannot continue to do the same thing and think you're gonna get a different result. Well, it, it, now, it, it, is,
1: it is kind of interesting, you know, that this guy's never been a head coach, he's never called plays, whatever. You know, he's a guy that's been working his way up, you know, ever since uh, you know, he got hired by the Chiefs years ago by Todd Haley, and he's a guy challenged now. His whole, his whole uh, security is fixing Wentz. And if he doesn't, he's gone, right? He's gone. Wentz is gone. And we're right back here three years from now, trying to figure out who the next coach and who the next quarterback will be. And that makes it very interesting that some of these veteran, co- you know, guys that have been around the league a little while had really not that much interest because they're coming in here and looking and saying, I don't know if I can fix him. I don't know if he's fixable. It's my, my reputation and my job security is tied to that guy. Yeah. Right. Yep, that's, and, why and that's anybody what anybody without
0: options is going to say, what else do I, What else am I going to do?
1: Brian Dable, he's decided to stay with Buffalo until the next year's wave comes around right. because Josh Allen's going to have him back in the playoffs, We everybody would assume, and he'll get another chance at the next five, six jobs that come yep. available. <laughs>
0: now, there's, there's a comment here that I'd like to address because it's on the stream and we have a bunch of people. It's awesome that you continue to interact with us as sometimes we'll do our best to put them up there right through Mama Brooks, giving her early shout on the show. What's it's up, Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. And I can't pass up the opportunity to throw Dank Burrito up here on the stream. Dank Burrito. I think we need to also address this misnomer that guys Doug wanted to promote were trash because Mike Groh, who we all had issues with when he was here, was immediately snatched up by the same guy who told us who our next head coach should be. Right,
4: yeah. So,
0: you know, we have to be honest with the situation. If Mike Rowe was such trash, why would the guy who the team just went to and say, hey, tell us who our next head coach should be? Okay, Frank Reich, thank you. Why are we ignoring the fact that Reich snatched him immediately up? Now, roles are different, but still, he's part of the staff.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, was he in hot – demand after he became available with the eagles i don't know that to be a fact
0: it's not demand uh, just to answer that it's not hot demand. it's the exact specific person who went out and snatched him up right same person who just decided who the next head coach is and we've ripped doug for asking the team to stick with or promote guys like mike Mm grow and i think it's ironic
1: it is ironic but a lot of these guys will bring guys in like this because there's a comfort level.
0: Yes.
2: Right?
1: You know what I mean? It's not necessarily that this guy's a genius. It's just like, there's a comfort yeah. level. I, I can find a spot for him on the staff again. you know, Hey, come on back here, Mike.
2: That's exactly why. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly why um, the, the, the conversation with the owner and Doug went downhill, went South because he wanted to keep his guys there. Just like he wanted to keep uh grow there. Mm-hmm. You, you, all these conversations they've had for the for the ten um, head coach candidates that they brought in, of course they ask the same question: Can you fix Carson? And there are only a couple of guys that said yes. And um, you know, Mc, you know, McDaniel said yes. You know, of course I can fix him. But okay. as far as the defensive guy, Mayo, they have a snowball's chance of hell in doing it. So I mean, we're talking about you know. It had to be an office-minded coach to fix Carson. I think mm. that's the major reason why they picked and went through and and, 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 and picked you know Seriani. They yeah. want to fix Carson, period point blank. Whether it's good, bad, and different. They should have been listening to the players. The players wanted um they wanted Deuce, they, didn't they? They wanted Deuce. They didn't want anybody else but Deuce. Mm-hmm.
0: So I want to get to that because our own Matt Lombardo, our buddy Matt Lombardo, put out a couple of tweets that got some pop today, and one of them had to do with exactly what you're just saying. So we'll talk about that coming up. We have a lot here. Our NFL insider, John McMullen, is going to make a special appearance on the stream and radio program coming up in 14 minutes. And I have a question about that immediately in the stream as to why the chain of command has changed. It used to be a text to me. Hey, what are we doing? And now he has bypassed me and gone right to Harry Mace. And I want to know
7: <laughs> what I've done to upset
1: John McMullen. Yeah, I am God now the intermediary. Perfect. I'm now the Seriously. intermediary. How did this happen?
0: I don't you were, know.
2: You're no longer the the
1: connect. <laughs> Honestly,
0: I, I got exactly right, man. I got bogarted right out. All right, it's the middle, Philly com
8: slash the middle and sports map radio. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated, or they wouldn't be here, they wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure.
9: Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at Center.com. That's info at com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
1: All right. Wow, a couple of good uh, stream hits coming in here. Yep. <laughs> How about 91 L6ers saying he's a grower, not a shower?
0: <laughs> that yeah, that, that made the that made it. Oh this is great too from uh yeah. all time backfire. I know it. <laughs> No. <laughs> definitely coming back to answer for that
1: you're on simmons island alone not saint simon's island no down in georgia <laughs> <laughs> oh uh. so uh, evidently the youtube uh, chat is growing yeah yeah, look,
0: yeah more numbers are in here people are jumping in and talking it's great It's an awesome thing. Joey B. Don't don't fear Joey B. He's a cupcake. We love him. (laughs) No, this is great. I mean, we have the all timers, Penguin AZ, Bruder.
1: Yeah. Well, people are saying that you bumped McMullen yesterday for Crystal, and that's why he's upset with you.
2: Well, let's call him out for that. Yeah. He's had enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) He's had enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Not Epstein Island. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bruder.
0: Look at that. It's great. Yeah. New folks, new faces, everything. We love it. Play
2: action real. Oh, okay, Harry. I see you uh fact checking people. There you go, bro.
1: On the yeah, man, you know, there's a certain guy that's half Martin, full of it.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: I'm serious.
4: and Harry We'll
0: be joined by John McMullen in 10 minutes, so we'll get into why he's completely circumvented the communication chain for Harry Mays, but there is a situation – here in philadelphia we do have the rooney rule in the nfl we do have a player former player here in the national football league who is as close to a representation of people who are in the league now and you're not going to find that a lot in this city unfortunately for different reasons so i do want to take full advantage of that and i'm going to start with this tweet because Barrett ended the conversations, and Harry, you guys were talking about how there's overwhelming support from people in that locker room to people who were in that locker room. Malcolm Jenkins and others who played here have been around Deuce to people that played with Deuce that are no longer in the league. So, this is Matt Lombardo's tweet at Matt Lombardo NFL, and he's responding to Kiana at Real Mama Eagle, who both are great followers, and I suggest you do for both. Personally, this is Lombo. Personally, from being around Deuce and players coached by him when I was on that beat, I legitimately think Staley deserves a shot. But I'll say this, across the NFL, among GMs and executives, there's zero buzz about or perception that he's a head coach. So right away in Lombo's tweet, and this speaks to what Barrett said at the end of the segment, there is a major divide in perception of the people that Deuce would be coaching Versus the people that Deuce would be working for. And we can't talk about Sirianni, players, coach, and use that term and ignore the fact that there are players in this very organization who have spoken out and supported Deuce for that trait. If there's other reasons, other traits, that's different, but the whole players thing, that's where it kind of strikes, or doesn't kind of, but that's where it strikes me as hypocritical.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. And if you're due Staley now, you got to get out of town. You got to go find another opportunity somewhere to start growing your brand and and moving towards offensive coordinator, head coach kind of stuff. I don't, know where, I, I don't know where that is, Barrett. I don't know if Andy Reid, you know, can throw him a you know a, an opportunity or or whatever. He's got connections throughout the league. There's no doubt about it, but he's got to go somewhere else now.
2: Well, it, it has nothing to do really with connections in the league. I think Deuce is comfortable here and that's why it's kind of hurting him in the aspect that we all know Philadelphia, we live in a Mm fishbowl, you know, there's nothing outside of Philadelphia that, you know, particularly we're interested in, you know, it's either, you know, here in Philadelphia or we hate you, you know, we hate Dallas, we hate, but we want to be in our fishbowl. And I think it's because of Deuce being here in Philadelphia I think other ownerships may think that, all right, the only reason why he's there because he got drafted there. He played, he played there. Um, You know, he's been coaching there and that's where his niche is. He can't grow outside. Well, he needs to get out, stretch his wings and get outside this fishbowl. Mm -hmm. So others can see what we're seeing. You know, a
0: lot of it is prevented by the team and the current situation that he's been in. And I'll give you an example where there is a carrot that continually gets dangled over deuce to where if there's an opportunity, if there's a chance, don't worry. And he has interviewed. Mm -hmm. That's why he's been passed up. He has been interviewed a couple of times over, fellas. And the other thing is, remember, they keep bumping him up, but they never really bump him. Right, right. So in order to take him away for an interview, the only place, the only official thing that can be done for an interview for deuce would be for a head coaching position. And again, he's limited. It's a a dog chasing its tail. He's limited because he's the assistant head coach, but he doesn't have any impact on play calling or game planning. So automatically, he's got his hands tied behind his back. But the only way he could get an interview is if a team looks for him as a head coach, but he doesn't have any head coaching experience. Who's going to make that call? Howie Roseman? I wouldn't want Howie Roseman making a call on my behalf, and I don't know how much that lands, especially like Frank Reich. We're talking Frank Reich, Andy Reid. You think Howie Roseman? has that cachet in the NFL like Reed and, and Frank Reich do. That's my point, which is Deuce has been handcuffed by circumstance and the team had an opportunity maybe to hire him or at the very least recognize this and give him the chance to interview somewhere else. And for whatever reason, it's failed. And I think it makes the team look bad.
2: Well, number one, he he just needs to let that contract that he, he, he signed, let it run out. Don't re-up. You mm-hmm. know, don't look at the money. Just don't re-up. That way he'll get an opportunity to leave and, and maybe go horizontally as opposed to going up. Because at right. this point, you, you can't do anything but go up where in his position. He's, you know, he's, you can't he's, interview it. He's for his a ceiling
1: potential. here. Yes. He's his ceiling here. Exactly. Now, they can throw different titles at him and all that, like Aton says, but his authority is never going to increase here. It's pretty obvious. Uh-huh. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So when you look but at this really situation. Be- Sorry, back when you look at this situation, you know, we're like, we know we, we're up this morning, we're texting about the Rooney rule mm-hmm. and how you know we're disproportionately uh, represented in the NFL as far as you know, African Americans, black guys being head coaches. Well, you know, people talk, well, well, you know, the Rooney rule, it doesn't work. No, it's no. absolutely key that we have the Rooney rule. Yeah. It's a must to have the Rooney rule in order to number one, get your your, you know, get the opportunity, even the opportunity to, to interview. Yes, is is a is a yeah. plus in a step in the right direction. Number two, it makes teams aware of who you are because you interview with teams, and now they can see exactly what you bring to the table. Yeah. So, if we want for this rule, it'd be a lot less. You're right. Coaches in a, uh, coaches in a position
0: be, to do it. We shouldn't be looking at something as it's either bare minimum or nothing. Right. You're right. absolutely right. What you America as a as a foundation, as a piece to build on, because while you two are right, where it gets people in front and it gets people in the conversation, nothing and ultimately nothing will force somebody to make a hire, no matter who that is. The difference is when you don't hire anybody that has any type of experience like Nick Siriani, it leaves yourself open. Otherwise, if you're hiring guys like Bowles or if you're hiring guys like Peterson, if you're hiring guys like Whoever it may be, it's a little different. I got a big beef with McMullen next. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. All right. We'll be right back.
9: (laughs) It's the middle.
8: What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated, or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. to make sure Attention gun owners in the
9: Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
10: Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All
0: right. This is John No. Better now, it's coming, it's definitely coming. This exotic thing is still tweeting or trending. What's that? No, I saw this thing which I I don't even click the story or anything, I just on the right it said something about Joe Exotic, it's uh trending, so that's why I put that in the tweet. The Joe Exotics play, the exotics play from. Harry already see if he has anything, but I put a whenever I put something big on a, a, a bet, it doesn't pan out and I put 16 units. I put 16 units on the Whoa. chiefs money line. Whoa. And uh, I'm going to tell you now the bills are going to win this game. I know it. Just no, I don't. Here. I don't see that. Harry, Last the last five times I've put double digit units on a game. Yeah. It has gone Oh, for 5. Mm-hmm. I am the mush when it comes to big games.
1: So what? You put 16 units on the Chiefs?
0: Yeah. Money line.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to win.
0: Okay. Well.
1: They're going to cover, too.
0: Now, where's John? He heard about this whole thing and then bailed?
1: I don't know. He knows it's 1140. Is he on the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Ah, jeez, he'll pop up. <laughs> this is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
3: presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
0: We do have a football game or two on Sunday, so we might be able to chat with our next guest about that. But it is an emergency. You know how they say. Emergency pod, emergency pod, something yes. happens and you need to have an emergency pod. Well, we had a breaking story yesterday off the air and we had a chance to speak with our NFL insider, John McMullen at JF McMullen on Twitter, courtesy of Jacob Media, si.com, Eagles Maven, phillyvoice.com as well. And now that news broke, we didn't want to wait until next week. This is like an emergency hit.
2: With mm-hmm. John- it's forty. It was no. 11.40. He was on at 11.40. So you say, talk bad about him now, guys. No, well, no I'm
1: just me. I'm the intermediary now. <laughs> he, no, I'm
0: he talking about, about Aton. <laughs> he, here's the thing. John needs to know why that has to happen first. So let's break this down. Wow, I'm, I'm right shocked. Order. I'm
11: shocked that A-Time would be, <laughs> well, here's would be taking the low road.
0: I th- I think you, though, I'm just playing down to my comp, I think, at this point. And here's why, John, because I think yesterday, somehow you were upset, and rightfully so, that we had to move you from your weekly slot for some. No, I wasn't that- upset.
11: I said, I told Harry. I said, well, Crystal's better looking, so that's fine. No, I, no, we, was we fine still right.
0: had you on. It's not like we didn't have
11: you on. We still had you on the show. Keep it real. Well, okay. Usually with Aton, I go the Matt Damon route. We're out of time. Thanks for Matt Damon in, in the green room.
0: Well, here's, here's that the, type of
11: thing. <laughs> with,
0: with now, ever since that happened, what we've noticed is you've no longer gone through me as the form of communication on the show and instead have
11: gone no, through me. That's because Harry texted me. I said, well, I'm texting with Harry. I might about well we were talking about I'm
1: something home. else. We were actually yeah. discussing yeah. another colleague who was uh you know uh, you know saying some things that weren't you necessarily true.
4: Colleague? Yeah. Yeah, colleague. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then and then
1: and there. then he said, "Hey, do you want me on today?" And then, and then that's when we, you know, developed the time
11: yeah, there you go. So uh, it, it was not a conspiracy theory. It's not QAnon. Well, everything
1: is a conspiracy with Aton, <laughs> yeah. and everybody is a- plotting against Aton. Don't you get that's it,
0: John? It. That's it, John. All it takes is Harry will tell you is two. It only takes two to tango in the pool of conspiracy, and for you, that's two, true. Next that's thing true. I know, my phone is silent, and now I know when John McMullen's on. I'm thinking, wait, right. it's, he's it's already it's a little nervous right
2: now this weekend. He's it, got sixteen it, it, units on it. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's, it's E, not it's E not yeah. Q Anon when it comes to Aton.
2: Well A technically, but E oh,
1: Y yes. well, is A. E yeah. Y.
11: Yes. <laughs> it, it's oh, more it it was more of a laziness thing. I already had the text window open with Harry, so why am I going to open up another one?
2: There you go. I mean, honesty is the best policy, John. I Like a
0: true politician blaming it on laziness. Unbelievable.
2: (laughs) Unbelievable
0: here we are today. All right. Well, speaking of where we are today, the coaching search has landed with Nick Sirianni. And I don't even know where to begin because we've had so many different conversations and angles about it. But for me, there is something that kind of seems a little strange. How often is it that a team would hire a head coach after having a defensive coordinator in place? Because it looks like, according to the map and chronology of how things played out, that the Eagles were planning on doing that two straight times with Jim Schwartz, with Doug Peterson, and then again with Nick Sirianni. So I don't know how big of a deal this is, but it seemed like enough for me to bring it up with you.
11: Yeah, I mean, that's part of the Eagles thing. I I mean, they want to be involved in the assistant coach. I mean, the reason Doug is not here is because of Press Taylor. So, I mean, you look at how this organization is, how it's been. uh, They want to put their stamp on the coaching staff. And by the way, if you have good assistants, you don't want to lose them. Uh, So part of it is you have a first-time head coach. He's not – uh, getting interviews anywhere else. So you do have a little bit of power to say, look, we want you to be the head coach, but so-and-so's got to be this, so-and-so's got to be that. So it, that's part of it. it. The question is, is it an overbearing part of it? And if it is, that's a concern. And that's where Josh McDaniels probably could have put a little more power into this mix and said, no, I want this guy. No, I want this guy. Whereas Nick Siriani at this stage probably can't do that.
0: Well, McDaniels, real quick, guys, McDaniels represents, in my opinion, everybody else but Sirianni.
11: Yeah, I mean, I get the feeling that, look, through the first round of interviews, Josh was the guy. That's why everyone was saying it. That's why you heard all these reports leaking. Assistant coaches thought it. Agents thought it. And it comes down to me. I think Jeffrey took a step back and said to himself, These guys can say whatever they want right now, Josh. And by that, these guys, I mean, Josh McDaniels and Howie Roseman. Ultimately, this is going to blow up. And by the way, I agree with that. Yes. Uh, And I I think they were going to continue these interviews until they found somebody they felt more comfortable with than Josh McDaniels. I thought that's what it came down to.
2: Well, I want to come from the, at least the elephant, not in the room, but in the locker room. With Deuce not, you know, being hired as the head coach, and you know, I'm not even talking about the Rooney Rule or anything else, but I'm I'm simply talking about Deuce's ability to be a head coach in this league, and how they're, you know, they just, you know, cross over him and just 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 run right over him, and he continues to stay. Do you think that they give him an opportunity to be now the 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 offensive coordinator at this point, you know, or is he going to be still have the same title he has? Or he just leaves. You know, where are they at with Deuce?
11: You know, it's interesting because my friend Paul Domovich for the first time said Deuce was offered the offensive coordinator job uh, back in 2018 when Mike Rowe got it. And he reported that he turned it down because it didn't include play calling. Now, I have right. an independently confirmed that. That's the first time I've heard that. If that's true, they didn't pass him over. So that is helpful, I would think, in Deuce Daly's mind. Um, But I also question why would Deuce uh, turn it down because it would have still been a step forward in his career. Um, So a lot of questions to be muddled out from there. But, yeah, I've said that pretty consistently. I, I mean, if Deuce wants to be a head coach in this league, and he does, he might have to leave this organization. But that's easy for me to say. He might not be comfortable with it. He might like, he certainly likes Jeffrey, certainly likes you. He's been here through three regimes. Maybe he's comfortable. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if the ultimate end game is to be a head coach, I would go somewhere else.
1: Hey, John, any insight as to what type of, uh, what kind of staff this guy might start assembling here in the next couple of days? Any, any names?
11: Well, I think when this whole thing shifted, I mean, the Jeff Stoutland story was probably the first where you could see the turn coming because it broke that uh, Jeff was going to go back to Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, and it turned out not to be the case, but he was going back to Alabama if Josh McDaniels was going to be the head coach. Still under contract, and when that shifted I and mean, you started to hear the whispers in Doug Marone eventually got that Alabama O-line job. It was pretty clear that the Eagles wanted Jeff back. Dave Pip as well, who got blocked uh, from interviewing Detroit. with the Detroit Lions. So there's certain guys they have tons of respect for. They want to keep around, obviously, on the new staff, and that's what we talked about. As far as offense coordinator, I don't think that's as important because Nick's obviously going to call the plays. Um coordinator you know, Scott. The coordinator is very important uh, yes. and much like Doug Peterson and Jim Swartz. That's where he has to hit the home run. There's no question about
0: that. Yeah. I, I just don't, I can't imagine that Nick Sirianni is anything more than a soundboard if that, and I don't even know how loud of a sound it makes in the room about who's going to hire unless of course, Sirianni like, hell no. I hate that guy all my life. I don't know how he overrules Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie, whoever the hell else is in that decision-making where they were planning on bringing Schwartz back initially before hiring Sirianni.
11: Yeah. And, you know, Jonathan Gannon is a name, uh, speculated Albert Breer reported that he would be the guy if McDaniels or Sirianni got the job. Now he's young though. So, if you think about how the Eagles went with Jim Swartz, former head coach, sort of had, you had that sounding board for a first time head coach. Maybe they want experience in in that type of situation. Again, I know people would be thrilled about a name like Wade Phillips or somebody like that, a high profile guy, but um, I don't think the Eagles are going to go that route, this direction. And I think it's going to be maybe uh, a little bit less flashy, but, yeah, I okay. mean, How is, Howie and Jeffrey are going to be involved with the coaching staff. No question.
0: Let me okay. sneak one in before Barrett and, and Harry close it down here, because I, I am I hate to sound defeatist and all, and I don't think this is negadelphia or any of that other stuff. I, I think this is sticking to facts and evidence. But I'll be as blunt as possible why the hell should I care about Nick Sirianni? Why the hell should I care about what offense he runs? Why the hell should I care about the analytics that are behind the offense that he was involved in if the one variable that has refused to change to date has shown me nothing in his DNA that he will change in Carson Wentz?
11: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm 100% there. You know, we talk about this rebuilding Carson Wentz. The only way to rebuild yourself as a player or or fix yourself as a player is to take stock of yourself. You know, the great what what whoever Uh-oh. you can point to, great player like Michael Jordan, uh, you know, Tiger Woods and Golf, whoever you want to, the greatness, you know, Peyton Manning, sort of like the gym rat of football, those guys do work on their own. One of the underreported aspects of this season for the Eagles is obviously, and for everybody, everybody went through it, was no offseason. And I got the feeling that Carson didn't do a whole heck of a lot.
2: Hmm. Now,
11: maybe it's, you know, he's a first-time father. Maybe some of that is understandable. But I think he's got to realize, look, there's a story about Tom Brady today and what he does with his throwing coach. You know, at 43 years old, to stay at the high level that he's at. Carson Wentz, that that switch has got to click on for
2: Carson Wentz.
11: Nick Sirianni can't save Carson Wentz. Only Carson Wentz can.
2: Yeah, he doesn't. If he does not think that he's broke, if it's everybody else's fault, you'll never get yeah. any headway with Carson. But as they approach this season, I, I I really think that uh that that Coach Nick would, was was hired on the fact that he has to make sure. That Carson is at least the best quarterback on the team, and you know they can't have a quarterback battle because I don't know how strongly enough this locker room would be at this point to have a a a quarterback controversy heading into the season. You know,
11: no, I agree. And you, you, I'll go back to Deuce. You know, this is the, uh, you know, it's a small sample size in the social media world, but I've never seen more players actively lobby for a head coaching candidate than for Deuce Staley in this cycle. Never Mm. seen it before. Granted, it's a small sample size. So already you have a locker room that's saying, you know, I'd rather have Deuce or at least a a significant part of it. Mm. So it's no question it's a difficult situation. And if you're going to have a quarterback controversy, that's only going to ramp things up uh, considerably. So, look, it's clear that Carson uh, is, is the reclamation project. Nick is here to to start. Already the NFLPA is talking about no offseason again, uh, virtual offseason, so that's going to hurt. He's got a lot of problems, a lot of hurdles to clear. I don't envy him, but, wow. you know, 32 head coaches in, in this league. you got to try. Can you hang
0: for a minute on the screen because I know Harry wanted to get something in here before we break. Sure. All right, let's do that. We'll break on the network. We'll be back in three to wrap the hour on Sports Map Radio. It's The Middle, slash The Middle as well.
8: What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person. A person who faces challenges that they never anticipated, or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure.
5: Attention, women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our
9: lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Uh, and
4: I was-
1: Wondering because I'd, I'd seen some things saying that one of the big reasons that Deuce wasn't really considered for the job was Carson. And I was wondering if there was like a is there a rift there? Is Deuce one of those kind of heavy handed guys that Carson sort of blanches at that? We, you know, we've, you know, courtesy of the McLean article when he's coached hard. Like what what's the what's the dynamic there between them?
11: Yeah, I mean, Deuce is considered to be a, a, a bit of a, a hard-ass, for lack of a better term. So, I mean, there is this narrative that Carson doesn't enjoy uh, difficult coaching. Going back to John DiPolippo, but, yeah, you know, John was harsh on him, and he dealt with it. So, it's not like he hasn't dealt with it before. It, if that is the reason the Eagles steered away from Deuce Staley, that's, that's a bad reason i will mm-hmm. say that because this job this job is more than carson Wentz. i mean yeah. i think everybody understands that
0: yeah well but it seems though that the only reason why the guy was hired was because of carson Wentz, <laughs> right even though you're right the job is more than Carson yeah Wentz, right. i i, I hope carson. that's
11: not true i i hope it's not true i understand why people Think, that, think um, that
0: the optics of it is that they could not trade yeah. Carson Wentz to Indianapolis. So they brought Frank Reich,
1: Frank Reich, 2.0. Yeah, brought yeah. in yeah. Indianapolis
11: to, to Carson Wentz, but right, yeah, you know, I got f- to tell you, even that, even that narrative, you know, Frank Reich from day one, you know, I was here with Carson, Frank Reich. Frank Reich was very honest about Carson's stubbornness. He coached Lamar too. There wasn't this Shangri-La. That's kind of revisionist history. So, uh, I'm sure Frank has told Nick everything he needs to know about Carson Wentz and how to do it, um, and it's not just about coddling him. So, yeah, but uh, he's a different Nick's got to be tougher as well.
0: You know, he's he's gone through a lot since Frank Reich has been here, and he's been further emboldened yeah. by the organization. He's had good mm. years despite he's killed half the plays that Doug called. And he, <laughs> you know, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> thanks, brother. Brooks. We appreciate you. Andrew. Thanks, John.
10: Thanks.
0: Oh, sorry. That's John McMullen who was hanging with us on the stream as well. We'll wrap the hour coming up. Busy on the stream. We thank everybody for being a part of this. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle where you can watch and interact as we have new faces, new names, and some old faces and old names continuing to further the chat here. But it's really cool to see people continuing to jump on and be a part of the show. Of course, you're listening to Radio. 1490 AM sports betting radio and Atlantic city, as we broadcast live and locally each day from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios, Brooks Mays at Aton Now, outside of all of that, I told you 16 units on the Kansas city chiefs somewhere, somewhere I'm telling you the football gods have paid attention. I'm 0 for my last five in double digit unit bets. The chiefs, I've taken the hit. I'm telling you ahead of time. Friday, 1158 on the East Coast. Take the bills. Bet the bills with the points. Bet the bills on the money line. I have ruined the team for everybody. Take units <laughs> on the Chiefs, and I'm going to sweat out every single second of it like May's first week giving up Tito's.
1: You're you're due. You're due no. for a big double-digit winner. This, this is the may, one. This
2: may be an easy one for you, Shane. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, everybody's thinking that, that, that Patrick that not getting in. Pat is playing. Yeah, he's
1: playing, Look, and he's going. He's he's going to bring it. I'm more worried about the turf toe. Yeah, yeah
0: that toe, What's we'll talk about that coming up in the second hour. What the hell's going on with that toe? But they couldn't cover a football game with Mahomes out there.
1: They're only laying three this time.
0: Yeah, I thought it was foolproof too. That's why I took him on the money line. <laughs> I already have a bad feeling about this. Bills are going to win in a landslide. It's going to be the Bills and the Packers. You heard it here first. You think those texts are bad normally. You just wait.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.
9: You see this with Shaq last
0: night and Barkley?
10: Yeah. The thing
0: with Shaq was awkward, man. Yeah,
1: it wasn't that uh, with the, the Utah guy.
0: With Spider, yeah, yeah, Literally. he flat out told him. It's it's just I, I don't get that though, man. Like, what are you gaining from from that? And first off, if Barkley told me like, "Oh, you don't have what it takes," I look back and say, "Well, did you have what it takes?" <laughs> you know, like at some point we got to call that. Shaq has won. Okay, I get it. Now Barkley's an all timer. It Doesn't take away from his, but uh, that's the throwing it back on these guys who wait so much. They, you know what they've become. And I hate to say it because I love them both—the
1: angry guys and the Muppets.
0: But yes, Harry, which is which is Twitter. Right? People won't admit it because there are eighteen-year-olds out there doing the same thing. But Twitter has allowed you to become the old guys in the balcony at the Mm -hmm. Muppet. Hey, take a look at this great video of puppies. I hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's like, well, I mean, (laughs) it's, it's like players are scared to say something back to them either, too. You know, I mean, look, come on now. You cannot say anything like that. I don't care who you are. You couldn't say anything like that to me. You know, I don't care who it was back in the day.
0: Yeah, what is that?
2: You know, you you just going to – I mean, you going to tell what me how Madden, I'm going to play?
0: What if Madden – what if you came off the field and it was a Thursday, Thanksgiving day, and you thought you were going to get one of those turkey legs and instead Madden said, you know what, Bird, I don't, just don't think you have what it takes.
5: <laughs> well, that,
2: first of all
3: – First of all – Just right. So
2: First of all, first of all, I've been like, you know, come on, come on now. I, 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 I we're not having that. You know, I said I go out there and I'll fight my all the time. I'm giving everything I can. It's just so happened that the guy lined up across from me is bionic. You know, you go out there and try to play against Mister White. Yeah. He's bionic, but I gave my all. I fought to the bitter end. I gave him everything I had, and that's what I. That's all I could give. Now it just so happens that the guy across from me. We'll have a gold jacket on later on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now just- you,
1: have you seen that the stream now is is trying to take up a collection for Jeff Parles' uh, apartment <laughs> to get some <laughs> decorations on the wall?
2: No, How great is that? No, I love these guys, man. I love these <laughs> guys, man. I love these guys. <laughs> Some of the stuff they say, but hold on, let me find it. Hold on, I gotta find it real fast. Carl's posse. It's Par- <laughs> copy
0: of Carl's posse.
2: there's a look. They said always fade Parl's. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> AC, I have none. Just so you know. Oh man, I hate I hate the idea of it.
1: Oh, the burner accounts. Yeah, yeah. I don't need them.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Look at this. Mahomes, my
2: Mahomes, my Mahomes. My right. Hey, they even give you the number of eight hundred gambler.
0: That's that's what I don't understand. I saw that too. Like the the reason here's the thing. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I have successfully convinced at least a couple of people to pay me to talk about it. So right, there's no compulsive. There's no one eight hundred. There's none of that. It's this is this is what I do. This is what we all do. We talk right. about it here or. Talk about it on the iHeart I work for a lo- local station here in the city that is simply branded as sports betting, radio. right?
2: Yeah. I, look, so, I said, look, Barrett's bets are better than Pearls.
1: I'm not <laughs> I, I do a weekly hit on that station, too. recording so good, it yeah. at 1.30 today
2: so I can go I to the bet.
1: driving range.
0: I ask, yeah. They closed the range down where I'm at. Oh, they did? Yeah, it's now a shooting thing.
1: Oh no. Is oh yeah. It? Well you mean at your club? Yeah, the skeet yeah. shooting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm going over to Tease, the place oh, in Conchaha. You know,
0: yeah. there is somebody who works at Tease that listens to the old station because Charlie. Is that who it is? Yeah, you're talking about okay. the
1: guy that kind of runs the show over there. Yep. Yeah, his name's Charlie. Good, He's good. a good dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should do a show from Tease. We should. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be amazing. What is
2: Tease?
1: It's a what driving it? range.
2: Oh, is it? Okay. And
0: yeah. it's a it's actually a couple of different things though. They have the driving range, they have a batting cage, right? I think batting cages. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. And they have miniature
0: golf. They got
2: soccer fields all over the place. That wow.
0: Is pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Turf- yeah not, I got a new tactical shotgun I can we can take out there and uh shoot skeets with I it. Oh, no. Well, no, you can't go to tees with that, bro. I'm talking <laughs> about your golf course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His
1: golf
5: course.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think the
5: T stands for
1: I think the T stands for Tornetta who owns the real estate Is that right? Yeah okay. I think so
0: You better let me know ahead of time so they don't just see a random 6 foot 7 black man with a shotgun Walking <laughs> into the club <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Hey, hey, (laughs) Harry, Aton said I could bring this. I can't take it back home. I'm shooting something when I get there, okay? I'm just letting you know. (laughs) I'll call ahead.
0: Don't worry, Giant with the shotgun is my guess.
1: Can you imagine the call over the scanner to the Upper Moreland Police Department when that happened? Everything we prepared for, it's finally going down. (laughs) Activate the chopper! Activate the chopper!
2: Right, right. We're going into Honeydew on it. You see Grandma? You see Grandma come up doing a flip with camo on? You know, come on. I knew this day was happening. I knew oh it. Goodness. Oh my goodness! man! The middle.
4: Too easy. On the sports map radio oh. network
3: presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can
4: live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
0: Two football games to talk about before we get out of here. We have another big basketball game between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics tonight. See if Joel Embiid can continue that MVP like performance. I want to rerun for the people that are new that are just coming in on the stream, Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. If you're listening, Sports Matt Radio, 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio, live locally here from the Fritzenby and, and Cooley studios. The Mike Tanier, Ten- pardon me, from the morning show, he is from Pro Football Network and was on the wake up call with Tony D and Ron Culver. And I want to rerun that. We also have the audio from spider last night, spider Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, who had himself a night. Now, I don't know if you guys, we brought this up briefly in the stream, but I don't know if you saw it. It's not like Donovan had a bad night. He became the third fastest NBA player to score 5,000 points. He also was the fastest to hit 603 pointers. So there's some things that it was a pretty big night for him in general, but you know, we'll talk about that, but it's a crazy weekend where, Here in Philadelphia, we finally get a head coach, but we still have two gigantic games on Sunday. And I think, you know, maybe it'll take a day, but we'll be right back to football mode by all means. And I know we'll get a breakdown on Monday and everything else that
2: comes with it. So I'll check the Nets game out also, man. Tonight. With the big three back.
1: Yeah, it didn't work out, it didn't work it out fun. in game 1 against it take time, Right? Now, now, did you uh I think you're glossing over that uh, that awful Flyers game last night where they blew a, a nice lead uh, in no. that third quarter and ended up losing an OT in a shootout to the Bruins. Yep.
4: I mean, four, four goals in the
0: third? That was yeah. ridiculous. Okay. And Mertedis, who was almost Tuesdays and Thursdays, skunked us with the Jackets pick. Luckily, I went under six and a half, but I had to lay a little extra juice. Yeah, on that, so I didn't even make back
1: what I lost on the skunk. Tampa Bay won that in overtime, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, but it, but it went under six and a half.
1: Right, right. It. Yeah, it was three yeah, two. Was
0: not a good night in the betting market on the ice last night. We I have stayed to- away. Martitis.
1: What a crumb that guy is. You know, he
0: sneaks in, he sneaks out,
2: he leaves us with bad picks.
1: And then he won't be back till Tuesday, so he thinks exactly. everybody's going to forget about
2: it. Oh, yeah, he'll think we forget. Uh, yeah, uh, well, you know I, don't know, I told you guys. You know, I'm like, what do you mean you told us? You told us what? You skunked us. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That's what it is, we got skunked straight up. Unbelievable.
2: So Sunday's going to be a great day of football, man, from 3 o'clock yeah, until uh, ten o'clock, I'm I'm all tied in. Yeah, all tied in.
1: I kind of wish that was one o'clock until about seven thirty, but
2: right, <laughs>
1: you know, we'll, have to, we'll have to deal. Right, with it.
2: right, right, right. right.
0: Well, it's getting you ready for Super Bowl.
2: Season. I know. I hate it.
0: You know what's worse is the buildup. That week buildup. Oh yeah. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, I, I'm curious to know what the if there is at all a radio row that's going to happen. I know we're not going to be a part of it this year, and I don't really want to be. But is is there going to be anything? Do you think? What do you mean? Like a radio row down there?
0: Yeah, there is. It, it's just a little different. I, I saw from Craig's emails. There is no. They don't have any current players. I don't think there are any former players. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very specific as to like who can get in, and it's yeah. not going to be as open as it was.
1: Right. There's not going to be p- players pimping products mm-hmm. down there like there normally is. Right, not at all. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: No. No.
2: Not at all. I used to get a lot of money for doing for uh, for, for doing that, man. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. It's,
0: oh yeah, because it, yeah. you can just you can be like a NASCAR. Car right, you can do four or five different things as long Mm -hmm. as they don't conflict.
2: Yep.
9: And
0: who was it who was making it? It was back when I was doing the show with Amani. And who the hell did we
4: have? It was just like uh
2: just like uh my my co-host on on pre and post game show Seth. Seth on you know Super Bowl, and when we were when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, he had already laid out like a thousand things that you know he you know that he had set up to, to make money for. And of course, you know, NBC's like, "Well, you know, you have us, you know, we are a show and it kind of, co- you know, it conflicted with some of the times that they want him to be there. They wanted mm-hmm. him to be there hours and hours before. He's like, "No. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not paying me to be there hours and hours before. Right. I get paid to be on the show at that time."
1: Right. Good. So I'm glad guy, I'm glad he lays the law down with them.
2: Right. So he That's he definitely laid it down with them and it, and they had to respect it. He he was there on time. He was there. Yeah. He he, he Went about his business but you know what i mean it's that's that's definitely uh it's a lot of money being made out there i mean like i played in a charity basketball game like five years ago with one of those uh at, at, at a super bowl and
0: was bow wow yeah. in that
2: no he wasn't um he was in that round of those yeah yeah well he wasn't the most like guy during that time that's when he had posted those those fake picks like he was. Um...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, the, the Bow Wow Challenge. Oh, right. we're, soliciting,
1: we're soliciting yo's today, Aton. You got a yo? Uh,
0: I, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> it's I mean, hockey I mean,
1: action, yo. No, no, no. No. It's,
0: no, it's, no. You got to give out man. some yo's. Give out some yo's. It's not yo-yo.
4: Live from the Oh, God. Here's Aitan Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
0: We don't have anything else, right? No guests, anything, no planned segments. No. Okay. Just making sure. I'll tr- I'll do my best to try and throw a couple of things in here. I, I was just making sure that we didn't have anything specific that we had to get to the next 45 minutes or so, but that's good. That's not a bad thing.
1: No, we time. no. But I mean, we're, we're clear. We're guest free.
0: Okay. So it's good. a good
1: time to get in on the phones. Get you
0: in. Eight, well, you know, here's the thing. And shame on me, we do have the banner that should be running at the bottom there. And yeah, we, it's we there. Have we just don't solicit because we're not really that show. But if anybody really did want to call us, then you could bother Ron Culver at 800-224-2004. Of course, Twitter is always a great spot for you know all three of us. you did that. yeah, Ron, is, Hot, did. Yeah,
1: Ron is upset now because now Ron, <laughs> Ron, Ron might actually he have to, he might actually That's have to the answer ring. the phone.
0: Don't worry, the phone won't ring. Okay,
6: we've had you that. that. You say that now. I promise. You, the phone,
0: the phone rings. It's a wrong call. Yeah, if we have one of those like star six one two or whatever it may be. Right, it's probably somebody calling their wireless.
6: Here's my guarantee: if it's a wrong number, I'm putting him on.
1: Absolutely, good. Good. Please do. Joey B says he called the eight hundred number and went went right to Ron's closet. I believe it.
2: What? <laughs> hey, uh, Ron, any? Eat-
3: is- it's a little any, different.
2: Any word down there for head coach, name? man? What's that? Any head, any, any, any word for a head coach and whoever they brought in? For the
1: Texans. Yeah.
0: For the Texans.
6: You know they're gonna screw it up. There's, there's <laughs> one, there's only one obvious choice.
0: Eric Bieniemy.
6: And they're gonna mess it up.
0: Well, who is the not so obvious? Like
6: there's no no, there's like really no word, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Eric the enemy or bust at this point because wow. there's no hints of saying, oh, you know, they're looking at this guy. They might go this guy. It's all just been about they're waiting now. If they haven't hired someone by now, obviously, they're waiting for the chief season to be over to hire Eric the enemy.
2: Mm. How many guys did they bring in? You know, because it's very evident. You know, you see how we publicize everything. You know, we've had yeah, 10. Brought,
6: I think I, I think they brought at least four or five.
2: That's mm. it. They are not thorough yeah. enough. No.
6: Nah. Well, they didn't really go on a long search for a general manager.
0: No, and this whole thing has been a disaster, similar to the Philadelphia Eagles. The only difference is that they'll pull themselves out from an optics standpoint of at least hiring somebody that's on radar and at least hiring somebody that falls in line more with the conversation of deserving of of a job, not so much continuing to be passed up. Let's listen if we can, because I want to get that Barkley thing. It's so bizarre here. But Mike Tanier, who covers the NFL, is a national writer for Pro Football Network. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Let's listen to what he had to say earlier on the wake-up call with Tony D and Ron Culver regarding the Philadelphia Eagles head coach.
7: Well, one thing, credit to the Eagles in general for interviewing about 80 people. Like, if you watch the – yeah, they they interviewed the world. And what happened was, well, Frank Reich, head coach Frank Reich, his word has a lot of sway with Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. He recommended his young assistant. And also, if you read between the lines of what's going on, they didn't want to get rid of Doug Peterson. They wanted a Doug Peterson who they could control who didn't have success, who didn't have a Super Bowl ring, who didn't have a contract to say, hey, if you fire me, I still can get paid for a year and I'll just go back next year. Uh, and that's what was going on. You know, Peterson had his own plan for doing things. He wanted his own assistance. He wanted more say. He wasn't sold on Carson Wentz. So I think the Eagles were looking for, get us a Doug Peterson who still is still hungry and is still going to do what we tell him to do organizational-wise. And if we tell him, you got to fix Carson Wentz, He'll come in and try to fix Carson Wentz, and I, I think that's what they got. They got a guy with a very similar uh, resume from the similar coaching tree who just happens to be a lot younger and, and, and isn't well known and will have to answer to the owner in the general match. On point, I mean, 100,
1: 100. That's yeah.
2: Yeah. See, everybody, everybody knows, knows about us, the
0: organization,
2: right? Everybody knows about us, everybody knows our little quirks yeah. and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Well, like, I – it's interesting,
1: the the last three people that were in line for the job, McDaniels, uh, Sirianni, and Deuce, nobody else was interviewing any of them.
2: Nope. Right.
0: And I heard Adam Schefter yesterday, and I don't know where he's getting this from, but this is, you know, it, it sounded like damage control, and it, it just, it's so transparent, and I worry and I'm concerned for people that are not in Philadelphia that are watching whatever ESPN program Schefter jumped in to make this statement, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but it's pretty close to what I heard, which is, well, the reason why the Eagles had to rush to this decision was because they made the decision to hire Doug Peterson so late and they feel like they felt like they were compelled to make this decision fast. And it's like, no, the reason why you hired Nick Sirianni is because nobody else wanted this job. Right. If somebody knew or saw Doug Peterson was fired, then they would say, "Hold on, fill in the blank team, I may want to go here." Right. That the Eagles interviewed nine thousand people and eight thousand nine hundred ninety-nine, or maybe ninety-eight, outside of Deuce said no.
2: That's exactly what happened. You know, people saying, "You know, oh, there's only thirty-two of these jobs." You're absolutely right. There are only thirty-two head coaching jobs, but there's so much baggage that also comes with this job. You know, that's almost. Why McDaniel's would had a great opportunity of being hired here. Nobody else wanted him because what right. he already he's already yeah. quit on a quit on a team before. Yeah, you know he he had, had a bad run in Denver. Him. Right, so yeah. it was one of those things where nobody really wants him. The only reason why we were thinking about giving him an opportunity is because we knew about his baggage, but he also knew about ours and was willing to accept that baggage. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches don't want that. They want to start off on an even slate. You know, they want to go in with. An opportunity to put in what they want, and you're not going to get the opportunity here.
1: He's in a really strange spot, McDaniels, now. If you if you start to really look at right. where where he is. Like, you know, he had the run in Denver. It didn't go well. Uh, he goes back to New England, then he gets another opportunity for Indianapolis, takes the job, and then a day or two later says, Nah, I don't want it. Goes back to New England. Now he flirts with the Eagles and nothing materializes, whether you know, from which side I don't. You know, really no. I think the Eagles probably would have hired him. Maybe it was McDaniel's that just said, "Hey, I went in there and spent 14 hours with the guy in Florida. I'm not really, I'm not really willing to deal with that structure."
0: Well, remember, Harry, real quick, the report said that Lurie needed to be convinced. About Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Remember, we talked about that report,
1: right? And, and if you spent you know fourteen hours with him at his house, what what else did you need to be convinced? You know what I right, mean. Right, so right. so now it's almost like McDaniels had better like hope that Pat or uh, Robert Kraft thinks highly of him. That whenever Belichick decides to step down, that it just becomes his job.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I think there's that. No? Well, well, here's the thing. I nothing is guaranteed. Right. You're you're never guaranteed to be the successor anywhere. But I will say to this point, there are two scenarios that Harry brought up, guys, where I don't necessarily know what the determining variable was, meaning Josh McDaniels interviewed with Indianapolis. Josh McDaniels sure as hell spoke with Andrew Luck before he took or was supposed to take that job. Then we see Luck bounce. I wonder maybe McDaniels did sense something or see something. Maybe. No, but, but right, but that's there. Also, here in Philadelphia, we just talked about for the last two weeks about how royally dysfunctional of an organization this is. You come from New England. That's the first thing you smell when you walk in the
1: door. <laughs> what the hell is that stench? What is that? Dysfunction? What? What?
2: I'm used to organized. Is, like
1: is, is that a Gwyneth Paltrow candle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is Take that? off the market. <laughs> or and, and that's the reason why i didn't think mcdaniel was going to be the guy because he's you know you're asking him to come in and not be able to 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 hire who he wants to hire bring in the players he wants to bring in mm-hmm. he's not having that you know he still thinks he has a little cachet as far as he's been a head coach before yeah he won't be able to take all that from me no I'll, i'm not taking the job then
1: now this jonathan gannon guy that mcmullen uh uh, Throughout there. Apparently, he's the D backs coach with Indianapolis. And there's a lot of talk out there. I've just did, done some research that he could be the D coordinator here.
0: We're just taking everybody from Indianapolis. Earlier, right. it was Kansas City, and now mm-hmm. it's Indianapolis. Right. But who's who's going to be the next team? What right. Is, and if, where's Flip? Like, the, <laughs> who's going to be the next team that we're going to go to and say, <laughs> can you tell us? Like, I'm It used to be Cleveland.
2: You know? Remember, it used to be Cleveland. We sent everybody from 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 Philly to Cleveland, but um, I you know looking looking at this whole situation. Remember the last time when, when, when Doug was hired, how we we heard a lot from 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 Jaws and Matt Millen and mm-hmm. you know guys that you know were close with everybody in the organization, you know, and and you know how they were part of the the process of bringing them in. Well, we don't hear any of that right now, you know. I think it was solely uh, three individuals. That were making this decision, you know, and, and and that was uh the president, the GM, and uh the owner. Well those were I mean, the only ones involved.
0: I think, cause I haven't heard
2: anything from anyone else. I think you forgot a name
0: or a player or a person. Wentz. Yes. Wentz. Yes. yes. I think, and I think Wentz had oh, more to like do than both the GM and the president to be. Right. Yeah. Put hierarchy of who made this decision. It was owner one. A Wentz because he was the one putting the bug in the ear. Mm-hmm. And then Roseman, and then and
2: Reyes. then
1: Smolensky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Smolensky involved in this stuff.
2: I, oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, he was involved with trying to keep Doug there. Remember, it was Doug. Um, it was Smolensky and uh and Howard that were trying to keep him.
1: I love the fact that Doug's gonna sit the year out and collect a check. That is Man. awesome. You're gonna
2: that do it for fun two fun. years.
1: Oh,
0: that's
2: right. He, could, he
1: could
0: be a red There's no need to go back. I don't know about the offset or anything like yeah, that Give me that, go give
2: back. Me that back Jeff back. Lurie money. Right. He's gonna go back to Washington and, and and just have a good time. Go back yeah. to Washington, and just chill out, you know, maybe hunt a little bit, you know, go drive a couple golf balls. I mean, this is, this is this is this is great for him. You know, this All is this right. is a Here great opportunity go. for him.
0: 800 224 2004. I am surprised, although I, I know that it's a gentleman who has been with us from day one, so I can't be surprised at the person. But we do have a call now. What? Yeah. And normally we don't take, normally we don't solicit. We did mention that we'd open it up. We have a. This is open phone Friday? It is. Wow. Open phone Friday. All right. <laughs> now, on the line, joining us on the line, play action real. What's up, man?
5: Oh. <laughs> What up, guys? How's it
2: going? What up? What's the deal, baby? What's going on, man?
5: First of all, what up to my, you know, Paul's posse, McMullen Mafia for life, and I gotta say, Trevor from the 203, dude. Hope you're getting better, my man. Love you guys, and you know, my Joey B's, Jeff Bruder's 91 Sixers, my best friend, who's the Penguin AZ.
1: Love this it. sounds like a Jim Rome
5: call. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Just run through.
5: <laughs> Give a shout out. I had to get that out of my, you know, out of the way. But being a Houston fan, I live in Arizona, but I brought all my baggage. I'm starting to see how you Eagles guys do. Look at the Texans. Look at, like Ron and Tony D said, they've lost everybody. Yep. Maury, Harden, you name it. <laughs> so I get it, guys. It sucks. It's, it's I mean, Warren Moon, never a, the only guy in the Hall of Fame, no ring. This is how we live.
0: It's a tough existence, especially now with Easterby running the show. It, it's it's not fun. It can't be fun down there, brother. We appreciate it, man. Any last shout-outs you want to give out?
5: No, I'll let you guys get back at it, man. I love the show, and I'm glad to see this thing blowing up. You guys have a nice weekend. Well,
0: look, you're a big part of it. We appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate you. Rack them. You know, I, I think to, to his point, I just see this news about Antonio Brown. We'll get to that in a second. But, you know, it's... There's something to it uh, at the very least. We do have to break as well. So thank you again. 800-224-2004. If you want to bother Ron Culver in the final 35 minutes or so, we also have this Barkley thing. We have the two football games that we really didn't do a lot on because of this news with the Philadelphia Eagles head coach and anything else we can slide in here. Seth Curry is back tonight. Mm. So keep an eye on that. If you're playing the Sixers, or if you're thinking about playing the Celtics, I would pause. All right. It is the middle, uh-huh. More people coming in. We'll get to Mike coming up. A lot of people. 800 224 2004. It's a nightmare for Harry Mays. You're living it all over again. It's the middle, slash the middle and sports Mat radio.
8: What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we. Take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated, or they wouldn't be here, they wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure.
1: Attention, gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up
9: now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
1: Phone lines are blowing up.
2: Ron's all pissed off right now. In
1: the XR4TI studios. Who's
0: that?
8: Rome? (laughs)
1: Uh. Yeah, the current state of uh, H-Town sports is pretty bad, isn't it? Oh, man. They lose Harden, and they never won a championship with that crew. And the baseball team is now, you know, losing players. They had the scandal, you know, with the stealing of signs and all that, all that stealing of the pitches and all that stuff. And the football team is in total disarray.
2: Right. (laughs) You know, it's bad. It's bad in Houston, man. I mean, you know, think about, think about everything that's went on in Houston. I mean, that's, that's all, you know, I want to go down there just to go fishing. But as far as playing down there
1: oof. in Houston, it's great fishing, huh?
2: In the golf, man. In oh, the in the golf. golf. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah Galveston. Is that what's Galveston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a big that's that's a big college um town as far as you know going down there for big spring break, break stuff, yeah. Galveston. Yeah. In fact, they got like a, a Kappa Beach Week. You know, I'm not I'm a Q, but they have a Kappa Beach Week down there that everybody goes to. It's supposed to be off the chain. I couldn't afford you. Know, like when I was in college, I couldn't afford to go on like trips. You know, it wasn't until my senior year when I was getting paid by agents that I was yeah. able to take all those type of trips and do all those type of things. But yeah, I never went
1: on a spring break trip either. I'd go home yeah. for the week and work. <laughs> right. Seriously, <laughs> to make some cash.
2: Exactly, Harry. Exactly. Or I couldn't go home at all because I didn't have any cash to get home. Yeah, right.
0: Man, you were talking to the wrong boosters, bro.
2: Yeah, exactly. Before I went to Kansas State, there was no boosters. None. I I take that back. I'll tell you.
4: You are listening to the Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
3: presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
0: All right, a couple minutes here on a shorter segment. Let's listen to this weird kind of awkward interaction. And Charles Barkley also said some stuff. I'll read you the quote from Chuck as well. And I, I don't know what's happened here, but this has gone on over the last four or five years. LeBron James, Draymond Green, so it's Kevin Durant. So it's not just guys like Draymond who are not top 10 players. It's not guys like Kevin Durant who have, a million burners. We're talking about one of the best players of all time in LeBron, who was also criticized. It's just weird that there is this kind of strange divide. And I think the reason why it's weird is that we don't see this elsewhere. Right? We don't see this in other sports. Not in other
1: sports. No. no. We no. don't see
0: this in the NFL. We don't see this in baseball. Like, who in the NFL is Tony Gonzalez, Michael Strahan. Boomer
1: Esiason, right. Phil Sims, Yeah.
0: Somebody who has a big day is, you know, the, it's Tony Romo mm-hmm. after Patrick Mahomes, or maybe Josh Allen is a better example here, gentlemen. Yeah, Josh Allen throws for three fifty, three touchdowns, no interceptions, becomes the youngest player to hit, you know, five hundred, whatever it is. And Tony Romo says, "You know, man, I, I just I don't think you have it,
1: right? Yeah. That's crazy. You don't have what it takes to get to the next level.
0: <laughs> <It's> like, what, <laughs> what is going on in with the with the NBA?" On TNT specifically, some of the ESPN guys are, are also bad. In fact, uh, some of them are worse. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the, the interviews, this is where Barkley and and Shaq stand out. So I'll read you the Chuck quote coming up in a second. But let's, Gold. let's listen to Shaq and Spider. This is Donovan Mitchell after a pretty big night, mind you. This is Donovan Mitchell and Shaq in a pretty awkward conversation.
2: Uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. <laughs> that's it. All right. That's it. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I wanted you I, to hear I, it. I've been hearing, Shaq. Well, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day, well, that's
3: what I wanted to hear you say. What's Love up? your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: What a bizarre, what would you call that? Is that reverse
4: psychology? Yes, it is. It
1: It absolutely is. I mean, if you're Shaq and you're Charles Barkley, you can say anything to anybody in the NBA. And you don't care. They're bulletproof. and, And I get why they are. But it's like that's the whole draw of that show. I mean, I rather would watch that show than the game sometimes. No question about that. Seriously.
0: Tribe drama. Like, there's no reason to bring that up. They're polarizing, man. Well, because
1: because Shaq comes from that different era when players were different, you know they right. they you know they had that inner drive. They they you know there was this inc- insatiable desire to be the best. And he, I guess, he's sensing it from some of these players. Maybe Donovan Mitchell's one of them. Like you know, like, I'm going to test this guy.
0: Okay, but where is the line? Because then I'll read you the Barkley quote, and doesn't Barkley kind of straddle that line of going out, giving it your best, driving to win, but. Falling short.
2: Mm-hmm. You gotta hear what he said at the end. I mean, you gotta really listen and focus what he said at the end. Said, yes, love the game. Yeah, yeah. Th- and I don't long. think players. I don't think that you know. I don't think that a lot of players now love the game like guys did back in the day. I think. I don't you, know how
0: you could say that. Come well,
2: on. I, this is why. I, this is why I say that. As far as the the, the money making ventures that these guys have, the way to 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 to, to prop themselves up. And the ability to have all these social media type of uh, of of platforms that they can really promote themselves—they're promoting themselves as opposed to playing uh, promoting the game—and a lot can of old guys promoted the game.
0: Jordan? are you familiar with this man oh absolutely saying. he invented the personal branding exactly. yeah
2: but he
1: was the greatest
0: was, of all time he was
2: yes. the yes he but he he pushed himself to be the greatest and he would have never let anybody say anything other than you're the greatest Michael Jordan okay, these players don't care about that you they know, care you know more why?
1: About you know why I took it personal
2: right there you go there you go <laughs>
0: like I saw that meme last night <laughs> where somebody put out. Don you know, like, quote, Donovan Mitchell drops 50. And then the meme was instead of Jordan, it was Shaq's face looking at it like, and I took that personally. Like, <laughs> These guys are upset. But why are we calling out Donovan Mitchell for not having what it takes in a short career? Whereas Barkley, who played a long career, never won it. Never won it. Like, why would, sh- sh- if Shaq's going to call out Donovan Mitchell, then we need to know what Shaq thinks about Charles Barkley, who maybe lived up to all those qualities you say, Harry, but still fell short. They go
1: back and forth all the time about yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, get, they rib each other all the time.
0: Right. Okay. But if that's the case, then we should really not have Barkley on that set because everything comes down to whether or not you have what it takes to win. Charles Barkley did not have what it takes to win. Carl Malone did not have what it takes to win. John mm-hmm. Stockton did not have what it takes to win. Gary Payton did not have what it takes to win. I mean, is that that that's how ridiculous? Uh, in my opinion, the whole thing was Shaq reducing Mitchell's game to "you don't have what it takes to win." sound. It's, it's, at
2: the end of the day, he let him do it, and that's that's where that's the whole point that Shaq is trying to make. It's good TV. He let him do it. He allowed him to to say whatever he wanted to say to him. What's he supposed to say start a beef. No, you say, oh, who are you talking about, man? I mean, how wow. are you going to say something like that? You know, I just came out here and ripped everybody for, for 50 points, and you're going to say, I don't, <laughs> I don't love the game? Come on. And well, I think that I attitude right now is it. missing from these players these days.
0: He he answered it, I think, in a perfect fashion. Which No, is, he didn't. Okay, uh, I, I've, I've been handled all, the, But he's even said it. Like, I've dealt with that since my rookie year. It's not anything new that he's heard. His game has improved. Like, it's not that Spider Mitchell has regressed. We're not talking about a guy's regress. regressed. I, I don't know what Shaq wants. That's all. He because wants it's a, a different fight. level of
2: respect today. Me. It's a different level of respect today that players had for the game. And you can't tell a player back in the day, oh, your your, your game is anything other than, than, than you know, anything other than it was great. I mean, I all I
0: could tell Keith Van Horn that, and he wouldn't say a damn thing. I'd say, yo, man, your game stinks. And what the hell is he going to say to me?
1: Keep that on. Going. he ain't even on my radar.
0: <laughs> on that note, we're back in three, it's
8: not at all. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person. A person who faces challenges that they never anticipated, or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure.
1: He goes, Keith Van Horn. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Keith Van Horn. I haven't thought about that guy in ten years. Right,
2: man. That's crazy, man. I I, I was watching uh I was watching some YouTubes um the other night of mm-hmm. uh, former basketball players and um what's that kid? Um oh my goodness. They call him a uh, white chocolate point guard. Oh um, from Florida. From Florida, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um uh, so, okay, everybody man. in the stream, you know who I'm
2: talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. What well I was just, you know, just just I didn't know that he had that great of a career, man. Mm-hmm. He I mean he 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 made it happen. He won a championship with um with with Miami.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Jason Williams. Yeah, it? Jason oh, Williams. Yeah.
1: Good Jason job. Play Williams. action real.
2: There we go. Yeah. But I mean, it, he was amazing. You know, he brought that street ball, you know, into uh into the NBA. Mm. They said they tried to keep it out, but you know, I mean, that's that's what kids want to watch these days. Well, that's exactly yeah. what, you know. These kids want to watch as far as, you know, playing. They'd rather have likes than actually success. Likes means more. Well,
1: it's just like, uh, you know, Henry Aaron passed away today at 86, right? So now you got all these guys in my business, our business, uh, Barrett, that will now post pictures of themselves when they were with Hank Aaron at whatever yep. event or whatever, here's me with uh hammer and Hank. And, you know, it's like about me, it ain't about you just right. say RIP or say nothing at all. It's right, like, right. Hey, look at me. I interviewed a Hank Aaron.
2: Who cares? <laughs> Seriously. You're absolutely right, man. Things are just so different these
1: days. Oh my God.
2: You know, I mean, I, I played with guys that, you know, were major stars. Like I play, you know, a, a guy that, um, you know in and in guy McIntyre. Guy McIntyre was on that yeah. team, the 49ers, you know, with the you know the, the catch and all that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh you know he he was telling me when he first signed his first contract here's this guy was you know a great player his first contract he signed the first big contract he signed was ninety thousand mm-hmm. dollars ninety thousand wow. dollars his signing bonus when he got drafted was two thousand dollars
1: wow when was, was that in the seventies Late seventies, yeah.
2: I mean, early. It was early. Early eighties. Okay.
4: This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
3: presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
0: Yes, sir. As we head into the weekend, 20 minutes to go. Overtime comes your way at the top of the hour. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Couple of thoughts, I'm sure, on these Sixers and Celtics tonight. But we do have two football games. And I've already told you that my 16-unit Kansas City Chief money line bet has put the hex, the kibosh, on the Chiefs. They don't cover I think they're gonna lose. No, All right, well,
1: what were the other what were the other five that you, you that you lost on? <laughs> oh, do you remember? Yeah, I mean, if you're talking double digit units, you, you you probably don't forget those bets.
0: No, not not so much. You, you know, when you put a lot of bets out, even if they're small units, they start to fade. Hmm. Uh I'll tell you one of them was a PGF free play. Okay. And that was a college game, a couple of couple of plays ago um
3: college basketball or
0: football it was a team that i couldn't even remember i'm gonna bring them up here now for you that's what i'm saying like the only reason why i even knew that game was going on is because i saw it was a pgf now right Granted, i I love the pgf we all love the pgf so if you put some free play out i'm rolling with it that was definitely one of them the other most recent one was another college game I lost on Creighton. Okay, and I had a little inside uh, birdie there, tell me something that it didn't play Utah State. By the way, was the PGF play? Okay, there. Wow. the The other one was a parlay between an NFL game, the Rams game, and AC Milan. <laughs> so Milan did their job, but the Rams lost. First quarter spread. Minus a half point at plus 210
1: and Milan. Well, you're parlaying NFL football and Serie A soccer.
0: <laughs> Somebody tells me something, I go with it. It Jesus. just so happened. That's why it's a double-unit bet or, or double-digit unit bet. is because I was told something to do oh, it. Oh, man. Time. And then the other one was a Lakers game, and that was my fault. I, I did not well, listen. I faded the person who I normally listen to because I lost – in the previous one like an idiot, and therefore I
1: lost the Lakers. All right. Now, I, I, having listened to all these wagers, first of all, I wouldn't have made a, a wager on any of those games.
0: <laughs> you okay. never know. We never okay. know. Okay. I gave you last night, the, be fair, I gave you going into the third period last night the Kings on the three-way money line. Yeah, and, and i stayed okay, silent.
1: Okay, well,
0: Backed I +310.
1: Okay, I'm glad you hit it. I had no interest, but I would have never bet any of those games that you just laid out. But the only game that I would bet is the Chiefs. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: I think you're fine. Okay. Right, I
2: think you're fine also,
0: man. <laughs> you guys just think the Chiefs are going to win. I'm telling money line. You, that, that, no, it's, it's only -164 on the money
1: line. It's not mm-hmm. like
0: it's not a lot. It's not 200. This is right. not 250, anything like that.
1: Right. Had, had Mahomes not gotten hurt and they cover the spread against Cleveland, you know, that game doesn't come down to, you know, it's kind of dicey at the end and they, they win it by 14. Yeah. I think that line's, you know, four and a half, five and a half. Okay. Okay.
0: Now, let me ask you this, because th- this is where I, I think we can find. And they're going to shoot
2: that turf toe up. They're going to yeah. shoot it up. You got it
0: good. Yeah.
1: I don't envy that, but yeah, no, I
0: don't either. But as long as they get him out there, I don't care if it's in one of those Hannibal Lecter things where they have to wheel them out. <laughs> that's fine.
1: Right. Right.
0: right. Either way, I'm in. Now let me tell you this here. All right. I got the numbers in front of me. I got the data in front of me tonight for props and locks. I've already okay. done the research here. Okay. Yes. The prop tonight is anytime. time TD scorer slash money line slash total. Okay. Those three have to hit on a combination. And here's what we're going to do. First off, we all agree, even as I'm concerned about it because there's money on it, we all agree that the Chiefs are going to win this football game, right?
1: I believe so. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. So Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown anytime, the Chiefs to yes. win, and the total, and I'll tell you the total in a second, over is plus 195. Travis Kelsey is a monster. He scored yeah. a touchdown in, in a bunch of straight games. The Bills can't cover the tight end. Last time they played, Kelsey had two touchdowns. This is a lock that he's going to score. Now, look at the total. It dropped from 54 down to 40 and a half in this bet. What? Yes. Uh, Harry. If, and if, you've got to go over. I believe you. Look. You can see it right there. Okay. That makes no sense that the total would drop to four. Well, you got to jump on that then. That's the bet right there, folks. Yeah,
1: that's the one. <laughs> and you talk you talk about the Bills against the tight end. The Bills against the tight end this year, they've been targeted 162 times, tight ends have against the Bills, completing 110 passes for 1,157 yards and nine touchdowns. Wow. I think Kelsey going to have himself uh, some – uh, a nice stat line at the end of this one. No
0: question. I think that's worst or second
2: worst, right in the NFL.
1: I don't know where it ranks, but it can't be good.
2: No, you're talking about um, <laughs> you're talking about a defense that plays a lot of man to man, also, right? Because they love Tradavius White, they love uh, 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 Norman out there at the corner position, also. Yeah. You know, so they play man to man, right? A lot. So I mean, that's 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 a great bet. He's gonna go how, crazy. How
1: was that for a dog? Is I don't know where it ranks, but it can't be good.
2: No, that's, that's, pretty,
0: that's pretty damn good. I must say so. There you have it. Now, as far as the other game is, this is where I think there's going to be some discrepancy. I've I've pushed this up actually to Green Bay minus five and a half. I I think this is going to be a pretty convincing victory. Ooh. I think it stays under. As well, the Packers defense has played well cons- consistently. So I pushed this to minus five and a half. I only got plus 115 back on it. Hmm. But I pushed this thing to minus five and a half. I've gotten under 51 and a half. In fact, I even did an in-game thing where I did the, the Packers and the under 51 and a half.
1: Wow. I, I'm on, I don't see the, I'm on the other side here. of that one.
0: So you think the Bucks cover and no. it goes over?
1: Uh, well, I would. I didn't take it anything on the total, but I took the Bucks plus the points because I think this is a three-point game at at, at most.
2: I, I just, you know, I'm just having a problem right now with um with um that offense against the Bucks defense. It's just, it's just going to be it's going to be hard for them to block consistently, especially with you know Bateari being out, man.
0: I mean, you've got two guys who, if you get the football to them in any form of open space, are some of the most yeah. difficult to, to strategize against. So I, I understand what you're saying, and and I'm not disagreeing. The offensive line would is probably a huge reason why, outside of Mahomes, this thing is down. Vita's but, back.
2: Sue. Then you're talking about uh,
0: uh, JPP. Adams, nobody's playing on a level that Devontae Adams is playing at. Aaron Jones oh. as well. You mentioned the two guys behind him, Barrett. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is playing the best. Fo- outside of that one year, this is the best football Rodgers
2: is playing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you got to get a, put us up on a uh, AB man with the Bucks. You know, yeah, Antonio wow. Brown. He's
1: got his Tope. knees banged up.
2: Is yeah. it okay? Yeah, he's
1: a game time decision. Yeah, I mean, I mean he missed a, a good portion of that game against the Saints last week too. Yeah, they
2: didn't need him though. Yeah, right. the young guy. The, the other guy stepped up. The young guy stepped up. I
1: will
2: give
0: you another one here. Mahomes and Hill. This is a mm-hmm. combo here. Mahomes, 275 plus. Tyreek Hill, 75 plus. All you need is receiving yards. No touchdown. Wow. Hill comes off that huge game against Cleveland. Everything is going to be focused now on Kelsey because they know Kelsey going to shred them. Even if Mahomes is banged up, whatever, he's going to get the ball to Hill. Big play opportunity there. Mahomes was at 255. Before he got hurt against you, right. you're telling me he's not going to go over? No, I mean, I just. And he's gone over 275 in seven of his last eight games before that. Yeah. There's another one for you. I like that one. Yeah. Friday has become, I'm just taking notes yeah, tonight's show here. Oh my God. Money. You want another one? <laughs> 61% of the public money off just 39% of the bets. That's a great ratio, mind you. He was on Buffalo on the money line.
1: Hmm. Really? Yes. 61%?
0: of the public money off just 39% of the bets. That's what, 22?
3: Hmm.
0: That's a good <laughs> range right there. You always, always want to be on the positive end of that. You always want to okay, have a yeah. ratio in which it's super high amount of the money and super low amount of the bets. Okay. That means that there are a bunch of chumps out there placing small wagers that are about to get their money raked in by the book. Meanwhile, four or five people are going to be bragging about how they won Five thousand dollars off one bet, and the books are going to make that back tenfold off all those small bets. Not... <laughs> now, can we honestly... Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What happens if, in fact, Brady and the Bucks do win? Mm-hmm. Are you? Is anybody giving the Bucks? And we'll talk about this. I'm sure and kill it like a dead horse. It will be, but. I don't necessarily know if I'm giving anybody more of the edge to beat Kansas City, and no. to be honest with you, I think I'll be disappointed. Buffalo is a great story, and and I sound like I'm soulless and probably have no heart, but I'll be disappointed if Kansas City loses.
2: You know, I yeah, so will this, I. Yeah, so with will me, I. I'm looking at this. I, Kansas City's going to win, and if the forty, if, if if um if if not the forty, but if Green Bay wins the game, they lose. To the uh Chiefs, right? But if the, the Bucks, Bucks win, win the game, they beat the Chiefs. You think so? Yes. Wow!
1: Didn't they get destroyed earlier in the year? They, they <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't good. Both. It is funny. There's a lot of matchups between you know all these teams earlier in the year.
2: Yep. I don't know
1: how much that plays into t- tomorrow or Sunday.
2: Well, I mean, really? the Chiefs beat the hell out of the the Bills yeah. earlier
1: in the year. Right. Right.
0: Kelsey was a big part of that. Yeah, right, We've got yeah. a couple people on the line here. 800-224-2004. Let's start with Mike from Pittsburgh, who's been patiently waiting, joining us on the middle. What's up, Mike?
5: Yeah, I'm there. Hey, great show,
7: guys. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, uh, what's up with this Dwayne Haskins? I have to ask you for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now they got four quarterbacks on their roster. What do you think is going to happen?
2: Um, they, they don't know what Ben is going to do. At this point, they don't know if he's. If they're mm-hmm. going to bring him back. They don't know, you know, what the quarterback situation is going to be. Um, I, I, I figure they think that um, they got Haskins, who's a first a first rounder. They could, um, you know, they think that they can coach him and make him progress as an NFL player and as a man, as opposed to what uh, what uh, D.C. could do. That, you I know, don't see it. Through.
1: I don't see I, it, I don't there. Either, but they yeah. think
2: that they milk workers. And that's the best you can come
5: up with is Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Well, he
2: was available. From, yeah. <laughs> he, he's worth nothing. He, he, he cost them nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. another thing. They cost them nothing. He cost them that's nothing. True.
1: Yeah.
0: Mike, do you uh, have the hey, Barrett Brooks bobblehead? Uh, keep
1: it up. I love it.
0: Thank you, brother. We Thanks, buddy. It. You got it. You got it. All right. How about Let's... this
1: open phone Friday. Time. It is
0: an open phone. Fo- this might be a new thing. Let's get Penguin AZ on the line as well on the middle. What's up, brother?
5: Good afternoon.
7: Good afternoon,
5: the middle bras, everybody on the stream chat.
2: What's up, bro? Good hey, afternoon, guys. bra.
5: <laughs> calling in from a sunny 61 degrees here in Gilbert, Arizona.
2: Perfect, man, and um, uh, and and I'm right in the middle of build, building that that table. Well,
7: I was just about to get on you about that table. Very nice. I'm still waiting on the tracking number or something for that table, man. It still hasn't got to me. It's
0: crazy, right? Crazy how that works.
1: Yeah. Dude, you're going to have to build right. uh, Penguin AZ another table, Barry.
6: Right,
0: man. <laughs> you can't keep having Penguin AZ wait on this customer service line six, seven hours a day right. on, on right. the
1: table.
5: I think I took a couple of beers and smoked a couple already. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I tell you, this man. show, the middle, is big in southeastern Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Crazy, uh, right? Yes. The majority uh, yeah, we got a huge demo down there. Thanks a lot to Penguin A Z.
1: Play action, reel though, action real, though. All that crew.
0: Yeah. Thank you, brother. And you know what? Give us a play for this weekend. Chiefs, Bucks, something.
5: The Packers. I got to go with the Packers. That's the team. Jeff knows I got to go with my Packers to take it all. We're going to the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. See,
0: I love it. Thank go you. Pack, go Pack, thanks, go.
5: Thanks a lot. Thanks for a great show. Love it.
0: You got it. Play, you know, if play action reel is on it, then I'm with it.
2: <laughs> you got to go with it now, right? You know, honestly. play <laughs> action. Yeah. In it, then, I'm okay, I okay
1: with them going, going to the Super Bowl as long as they only win by three. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: We have to see how many AFC champion, how many championship games have been won by three or less points. That's what I'd love to know before we get out of here. All mm. right, let's think about that. We can right. do it. We'll do all that. We Let have a couple of minutes as well. You can still hit us 800-224-2004. We might have to make this a thing now. The I think so. Time. You know the phones are always open. We're just not that show that bangs on the number right fifty thousand times a minute, but. It's still open. All right, we'll do that. I need to know that question too. All right, Android. I'm looking it up right now. It's Voice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Right? I mean, think about that. Do you do you have any answer to this?
1: Well, Rams beat the Saints by three two years ago. Okay. Um, I'm looking at every, all these. If I don't mention it, it's kind. Of, it's by f- more than four. I'm um, looking. There was a four-point game back in 13. There was a three-point game, Giants and the Niners. Niners beat the Giants in 2012.
0: Was that the T.O. game where he was crying?
1: 20-17. to 17. No, I, I think he was gone by then. What, or no. No. Yeah, know. He might have been there. Yeah. Um, New Orleans and the Vikings no, really. again,
0: 31-28. When was that?
1: That was in uh, twenty ten, January of twenty ten.
0: So, of the last ten years, we've had three games one, decided by three or less. Two, in
1: the uh, three, yes, and one out decided out by 20. four.
0: Okay, three out of twenty. Four, if you count only one. De- no, um. I'm
1: only looking at the NFC here right now. Oh, right. I'm Yeah, right. yeah let's yeah. look
0: at both. Let's look at both. So three out of ten isn't is you know thirty percent.
2: Yeah. The Eagles gained it what they won by uh they went by ten or five in oh four, yeah, oh four.
0: I think it was it was more than three. Yeah. Oh hold on.
1: Now the AFC uh these look are 2018, 20 to 18. Denver and New England. Denver beat the Patriots in 2016, that's a two-pointer. Uh there was a three-pointer back in 2012, Ravens over the Patriots or New- Patriots over the Ravens, excuse me. So that's two. So what in the, the same time period they've had two games by three points.
2: What about the Ravens over uh the Ravens over the 49ers? What was that score?
1: Well, that was a Super I Bowl. Oh, that okay. was a Super Bowl. We're looking at champions, just the AFC, oh, okay. NFC championship games. Yeah, I, I'm not going to golfing this weekend for anybody asking on the stream. Too cold. I'm playing. I'm hitting a range. Hitting a range.
0: I'm trying to man. I'm trying to go today.
1: Somebody was asking what driver I'm hitting. M2. I got an old M2.
0: Bro, you got to see what I did. I just know that I got. Yeah. A, I got a Cobra driver. You seen it?
1: You can okay part of me. yeah
0: i've got this cobra driver head now which is this over it's not oversized technically but it's like the largest legal cc you can get on a driver head right it's also offset to help with the slice off the hit and i just put the longest heaviest legal shaft that you like the bryson that he were 48 to. inches yeah the one he didn't know yes I have a 48 inch and the heaviest weight available for this thing. Is that I'm, the one you let me use? No, no. Yeah, this is brand new. You guys oh. gotta come out and hit it. It's like hitting a Babe Ruth bat. This thing is like—I'm <laughs> telling you, man—like Mike
1: man, Piazza's man. back, bat. Get a hold of it on
4: the SportsMap Radio Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's a I'm hitting a one. Brooks and Harry Mays.
0: Yeah, I'm telling Harry and One Batman, iron. In the break here, as you hear Barrett say about the one iron that I've completely bionic manned a driver. This is what happens when you introduce me to a game where you can get all technical and build, mm-hmm. but you think it's just showing up barefoot, hitting a bunch of old wedges <laughs> like Jack Nicholas. <laughs> oh man, we got technology here. Oh, and I'm everything to the <laughs> legal limit, everything I have is pushed right to the legal limit.
2: And you hear the bionic man in the background. Da-da-da, da-da-da, when, you, when you grab the grab, and then you swing it. <laughs> and you hit that one ball with it. You hit that one ball with it, and it's over. You'll never put it down again.
0: Nope. <laughs> uh, now, you have, Harry, you found yeah. out that three of the last ten NFC Championship games, only three of the last ten, have ended in three or less.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Two what in the, the AFC. Three? Two
0: five of 20. Mm-hmm. You feel better about that Bucks cover?
1: I don't care about,
0: I don't care about, <laughs> you don't this. care about history. No, you don't, I don't care about numbers. No, no. Those who fail are doomed
1: <laughs> to repeat it. It's over time. <laughs> <laughs>
10: uh. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out book. It sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.
3: All
0: right, it's overtime courtesy, of course, Book It Sports on earlyvoice.com slash the middle. It's Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, and all of you out there. We appreciate you sticking around for a couple of minutes. And normally, if you're new to the show, we run five, six minutes about anything that needs to be said or brought back up or maybe something we didn't get to. Now it's pretty much Eagles head coach. Did we miss anything there? Is there anything else we need to get out? Is there anybody that wants to say anything about the Sixers Celtics tonight? We probably should push that skunk game on the ice. And move past it until Jason hits us on Tuesday. But <laughs> and we have a couple of of minutes at least to get anything else out. This is what the no, like is. I
2: said, man. I'm, I'm anxious to see that. I want I want to watch that Nets game. So I'll be flipping back and forth if they're on at the same time. But I uh, yeah, ask. I, I got to watch both
0: Brooklyn and yeah, they are.
2: Who do they got tonight?
0: Same thing, Cleveland. They're back. Oh, okay. Yeah.
9: yeah.
1: Yeah. You well, would like smoke it,
0: them? I was gonna say. Now nah, let's look at the line here. Uh,
1: what's the <laughs> line?
0: That's the line tell you?
1: And, and the stream is asking for Barrett to, uh, to to give his opinion on some Daytona props. Daytona. We got we to include some racing here once the uh, Daytona 500 <laughs> comes around for
2: Barrett. I got to check that out, man. I got definitely
0: bring them up. I'm sure, right?
2: You're going to always bring it up.
0: Well, no, I'm saying as far as on the app, and I can throw some out you. Like, I'm looking right now. There is a NASCAR tab yeah on the app that i'm at all right so for the daytona 500 still Hamlet, a couple
1: weeks away it's uh usually february. like february 14th yeah right at mid,
2: mid um mid-february oh yeah. well
0: that's that's earlier than the masters you know right, right. Yeah. that's major.
2: i like to go to the daytona 500 when it when um the um racing goes though you know i, I love i mean the motorcycle racing
1: oh
0: yeah right.
2: it's like the beginning of, of of march that's when i go
0: can you, know, you, you know handicap part Like, do you have any? Is Joey Logano at plus a thousand a good bet over Denny Hamlin, who's the odds-on favorite at
2: plus eight hundred? Oh man, come on, man! You know,
0: you know who Kyle Bush is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah.
2: Who Kyle Busch, he knows
1: these
0: guys.
1: <laughs> what
0: about Kevin Harvick? <laughs> oh, not Kevin Harvick, no. <laughs> bro! Those- not Kevin Harlan.
1: That's oh. <laughs> Steve oh, <Chief> Harvey. <laughs> Kevin Harvick.
0: <laughs> All right, so we'll get to that, I guess, when when Barrett can do some research on. Yeah, that. maybe an F one
2: prop. Hey, you know, know, you know me, man. Don't give me some because I definitely researched the hell out of it. Looks and like. Watch- I'm oh, sorry. You know, I watch it.
0: Absolutely, we'll give you time. We'll give you time to prepare. Yeah. Looks yeah. like it's a four and a half point line for the Sixers tonight, and a seven and a half point line for the Nets. Actually, well, don't mind.
2: This will be telling and 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 development as far as being in shape if, if, if he can handle not back to back but back get take up I me mean, he he's plays a game, take a day off and plays another game. Can he do it in the mm-hmm. three days in a three day system? Can he go out and give us the same 40 point effort? I want to see is,
1: it. is Tatum playing?
2: That I don't know yet. Yeah. And yeah. B wasn't he supposed to play, so I
1: know that's what I'm saying. I tuned in late. Oh, I tuned yeah. in at it late in the second quarter. And I see Embiid's having a, you know, he's putting up a game and I'm texted eight times. I said, I thought he wasn't playing.
0: Now, I don't know at this point here, because the difference, I don't know if, if Joel Embiid's going to get to the line as much as he did. That's what I'd like to see. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try and put a number or anything outside of free throws. Like, I want to see Joel Embiid continue to establish his dominance, especially against a defense that just isn't equipped to deal with him. Now, I can't see right now whether or not Tatum has been activated tonight, but
2: he's on a protocol right now.
0: He's still under protocol, right?
1: We got way too many protocols, whether it's COVID or concussions, we mentioned the word protocol way too much.
2: It's become a part of our it's, – it's become a part of the, 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 the vernacular. Level. Yeah. All uh, right, last – A new
5: basketball,
0: here. a new
2: sports term. Yeah.
0: Who's going to win?
1: Man, I, I don't well, know. How about Phoenix, a point-and-a-half favorite against Denver. That's a good game.
0: Yeah. Up, what time is that? Is that late? 10.05. Hey,
1: you
0: got some good action tonight I'll be in bed. on the Cube. Ah. <laughs> a big win for Dallas, and now you get them again against San Antonio. Actually, don't mind that. But here's the thing: let's look at this over the weekend. Who the up? Is it really a bigger upset if Buffalo wins, as opposed to if Tampa Bay wins?
1: Yes. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so.
0: Yes. And nobody has either dog winning, right? You just have the Bucks covering. I here. have the
1: Bucks covering. I wouldn't the mind Buffs seeing winner. them win.
0: No, but, no, no. Me neither. But all yeah. three, I think we're all on the same page about everything, right?
1: Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is sense. that scary? Does that scare you?
0: The only thing that scares me is that I got 16 units on the Kansas City Chiefs on the money line. <laughs>
1: and you're you're own five in your previous double digit. Unit plays. I've already had it.
4: I'm, I'm, I'm already <laughs> yeah.
1: dude, dude, you got to <laughs> save those double-digit unit plays for good games. You can't be throwing that oh stuff God. out on Utah oh, State basketball for <laughs> it's
0: Not again. It's not. Hey. Right. It's the person who tells me. I, I know. along. All right. <laughs> here we got a to the sun. I'm going to bet on the sunrise.
2: <laughs> what, Barrett? We're going to have to turn our phones down because he's going to be oh, texting the oh, whole oh, game. Oh, did, you, did you see that?
1: Especially if he gets ripped up, look out.
0: Look, I'm going to tell you this right now, right? We'll end on this note. If for some reason the Bills win on Sunday, I ain't coming up on Monday. Right? No, no, I'm out. I might need a week off at this I'm going to take my paternity leave early. We'll get John McMullen
1: in for the show.
0: <laughs> exactly right. Right, get right. Moves. Yeah, we'll do, we'll debut Maze and Muse,
1: right. right? Right. So then, so then we won't be on the sports map either, right? Well, that's that's probably going to be a, an issue. Yeah, yeah, because we'll we do can't do happens. sports map unless we do it from your house.
0: Correct. I'll give Craig Larson our program director the heads up.
1: Give him a heads up, will you, please? Yeah, there's
0: a lot riding. Not only is it my money, but it's also my livelihood. I may oh. not show up. <laughs>
1: Oh God! Look, a all lot right. of people
0: We're probably rooting for that now on the stream. No, they're
1: not.
2: No, oh, they love you, bro. They love you, bro. We, right. we got a
1: battle going on in the stream. between some of the streamers.
2: Is that right? What's yeah.
1: Going on? It looks like Tank there's burrito, a burrito, right? Yeah, the Dank Burrito's going at it with Joe Mama. I think I don't know what's going on here.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: We have stream on streamer crime.
0: Right,
2: right, That's right, amazing. right.
0: I didn't realize that we fostered this type of environment. Now I feel like Howie Roseman. No. no you you, you feel like Shaq now.
2: You feel yeah, like Shaq. Out. Right.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. No skunks tonight, all right? Yeah. I'm staying away from everything. Hit them straight. We'll yep. see ya. All right, fellas. You out. Weekend. It's overtime.
10: Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book it Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.